Yo, what is going on, everyone? How you all doing? Thank you for joining us for the Christmas episode of the VR Crewcast. How you doing? And yes, I saw you count. I'm uh, wondering in the chat, we've got five Christmas hats. Uh, I do. I, I know everyone's made the effort, but Mash is, is particularly special. And I know Brad and him are going to fight this out in a minute. But who has the better Disney ear Santa hat? I need to see some some ears there, Brad. They're kind of getting lost in the. I want to see how in old the chair. this hat is. <laughs> that <laughs> actually matters. Brad's that's vintage. 1994. Oh. Wow. That was before Ooh, you were born. Yeah. This hat is as old as me. <laughs> that was your like grandfather's hat. Dude, that yeah. is pretty sick. Is that official that merch? Sick. I didn't even know you could get that. Yeah, it's got the Disneyland logo on it, actually. So it probably came from California. Nice. Wow. Oh, see, so yours came from. I, I win then. Mine's from Florida, bro. <laughs> okay all right that's fair california <laughs> disneyland is so much better than disney world in my oh opinion. my god you're so it's insane so wow you're delusional completely no, it's so it's not. it's more it's like more true to the source you know like it's like oh, it's, walt's vision yeah. it's disneyland. Like, disneyland is like you could put it in disney world's pocket and go oh that's so yeah. cute let me put that in my sure. pocket that's that's true but like yeah. in, in terms of the magic in terms of the immersion i'm giving it mm -hmm. to disneyland no, you haven't spent enough time at Disney World. I only brought you to Epcot. I need to bring you to everything. Else. Yeah, Epcot isn't Disney. Isn't Disney World? Yeah. Proper. Wait till you go to like Magic Kingdom. Like yeah. then you'll really get the all right. Feel. All right. Um, mm. I'm I'm willing to to put my opinion on hold until you take me to Disney World. Then I hate Magic. Get Kingdom. wrecked, idiot! You got to go to Disney World. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now Brad's saying he hates Magic Kingdom. What? The what? Hell? Did you just say you hate Magic Kingdom? I hate Magic Kingdom. With wow, why don't you just tell everybody you hate Christmas and Santa Claus? Brad, don't do that. Magic Kingdom. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> you hate magic kingdom why do you hate magic kingdom is it just like uh is it too like um like commercial it's, it's uh it's it's too big it's too big for its own good i feel i don't know it is large. it's too big it's too big you know who loves it when it's, it's like Pimax. Yeah, I was just gonna yeah. say. <laughs> I was like, come on, who's gonna it's do like it? My roots. Is it? Disney World is the Pimax. Is the Pimax of a cube? Yeah, there's too many of, features, uh, and like none of the features are that good. You know, it's like. <laughs> oh, God. I wish I had something to contribute to this conversation because all I've ever been to is uh, Euro Disney. Well, not... well, you should come here, and we, I live. Brad lives real close, but I literally live 45 minutes, I think, from Disney World. I have heard that it's awesome in Paris, and the word on the street is that Japan is the actual place to go. Like, I would like if you want to go to the really? best Disney parks there in Japan. Yeah. Why would they make that a thing though? Why would they make that better than the it, place? They, they, well, the Japanese people made it better. <laughs> like they are <laughs> insane, and yeah. uh, it's like the craftsmanship, the attention to detail. Like some I've of the rides are to, sick. Yeah, I've, I've talked to some people who worked at Disney, and they've been to everything, and they're like, "Nah, Japan." That's Japan Disneyland is not owned by the Disney company. Um, the Japan oh. Japanese company actually paid the Imagineers to build it according to their specifications, so they don't have to worry about cutting costs, basically. <laughs> and you can feel oh. that. Yeah. Who knew this episode would start out all about Disney? Um, and that is just these hats. That is just the, the the wonder of this show. So thank you to everyone who's been tuning in all year round. Thank you ever so much. It's literally gone from strength to strength. Uh, the channel, I can't believe it. And uh, yeah, like the regulars are always here checking us out. Uh, talking of regulars, we aren't being joined by Roots because I think he's working. Um, but we're also not being joined by Wes because uh, of family 
reasons. I don't know if I can share what it is, but he can't be here. Um, and hopefully the issue or something. My camera just died. It did, yeah. Yes, it did. <laughs> um, hopefully the thing with Wes gets better soon. And we do miss him. And I wish he was here because uh, I really wanted to find out like what his favorite games of the year were for PSVR 2 and stuff. Because I know he loves his PSVR 2. Um, so, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, thank you ever so much to Paradise to Gay with the uh, £2 donation. He's put Merry Christmas all the fam drinks on GT. What, with £2? Nice. What am I going to give uh, people with £2? We, 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 we get each little shot glass or something, maybe. <laughs> like a little sip. Yeah, a hot water, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Yeah, is, is this our first Christmas episode? Like, when did we, do we remember when we started this? Like, I don't even remember. Brian, did you speak then? I didn't hear you say. Yeah, I think it's our second. Because I actually remember wearing Santa hats last wow. year. Yeah, I had a, a sweater last year that. Really? If we don't remember like, an, like, an, like an ugly sweater? Uh, it was a Mario sweater. <laughs> Mary Mario. Oh, nice. Remember that? <laughs> oh, I'm working on my camera, by the way. It's hard for me because I need to. Um, I actually used this as a streaming channel first and then decided to do a crew cross. So, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Yes! He's right. We did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight episodes, and then we did a Christmas special. Mm, nice. So we did. So man, this has been a while, man. And why is everybody trying to bait me in chat already? We, what are they doing? Why are they trying? To, what are they saying? Are they Everybody's talking? like, uh, "Hey, Mash, how about the FCE FCE news? Uh, uh, sh- don't don't yet yeah, don't prime oh. don't prime Eric yet. Like he's what? not your jester, guys. No, yeah? he's a human I mean, being. I may look like a jester with the hat, <laughs> but I am not. <laughs> he's got feelings. He's not a piece of meat. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And he... Christmas. It's Christmas, guys. And I already Happy gave him a bit. Time. I already gave him a bit of a warning before we went live about. <laughs> Don't go too crazy today. It's Christmas, which Alex is the is first fat. time that's ever happened. No one's ever had to get a warning before we had a show. No, I'm glad. I feel honored that I'm the first one to actually get a, <laughs> get an official <laughs> warning. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. Uh, oh dear. Samson one four three VR. Thank you ever so much, dude. Thank you for always being on the show. Five do- five dollar donation. He's but very very VRE. Merry Christmassy to all of you. I think that's what he's right. But Merry Christmas to everyone. Yeah. There we go. And we did make it. And Snowto, thank you ever so much for the five pound donation. He's but Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Really appreciate it. How do you think? 2023 has been for VR in general. Like, I, I think a lot has happened and a lot has, you know, it's a roller coaster. But how do you feel about it at the moment? It's definitely a roller coaster. I have had different thoughts about it throughout the entire year. Like, I've gone back and forth a few times. And then I think maybe like a month ago, I think I finally said that with the hardware and with the games that we've had, it could be the greatest year of all for virtual reality. But we've also had some seriously weird shit happen this year, too. So it's it's just been a weird year. But I, I still say I've had some of the best experiences I've ever had in VR this year and with some of the best hardware. So, yeah. And I think adding to that, some of the games that were really cool in 2022 is still live today and getting content and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think with the popularity of VR, for me personally, um, yeah, I feel it's like on a way. Do you know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. It's on the way of growing. Um what about you, Skiva? How are you feeling about uh, VR at the moment? Man, dude, 2023 has been so incredible. Like, if you take some of the the huge IPs we've had this year and some of the amazing games, and you, like, go back five years and you tell me 
what's happening in 2023 i wouldn't even believe you like multiple resident evil games like huge ips like like assassin's creed and you know we have asgard 2 that just came out we've had big other big names like like you know like there's been a hello neighbor game and there's ghostbusters been, uh, ghostbusters and there's been assassin's you know, creed Gran turismo yep yeah. assassin's creed Gran turismo uh, just big it's been huge man and and i couldn't be happier about about how it's gone you know what i like more i always want more right always yeah, yeah. Uh, and i'll always be pulling for it but i just like you know i i have played the best games i've ever played in vr this year and i have i've just man arizona sunshine 2 and stride fates and like ghost of the ball ghost of the ball is still it's still still growing oh my god it's crazy like what come on man people are like i get asked to review ghost of war and i'm like at what point would i actually consider right this is the game <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know if you can like literally exactly. like, like i don't even know if that game will ever really be done like look at look yeah. at escape from tarkov tarkov's been out for 10 years it's still in beta wow. <laughs> it's never done they're just 10 years beta. yeah something like that wow i did not know that man that's i mean crazy. that is kind of like especially for online multiplayer games i feel like that's par for the course you know like I don't think Fortnite's ever coming out with Fortnite 2. I don't think Rocket League's ever coming out with Rocket League 2. You know, I just use these because they're popular games that a million yeah. people play and have been out for a long time and just evolve and grow and change over the years, you know? So, I mean, unless you're a game kind of like... Forever, right? Because once hype goes down for those games, you don't come out with a second part of a game when there's already a, when there's still a trillion people playing the first one. So mm -hmm. you start to get a lull and you go, oh, look, part two. Do you know what I'm really pleased with? <laughs> and some of it is still under embargo, but actually January is also looking like a good month as well in some ways maybe not as like massive as december uh and for me personally i feel it's a real shame that everything happens in fucking december like there's mm. the dry spell you know like that and immediately it's summer go outside touch some grass as they say um but yeah you know <laughs> i just think to myself like uh it just gets so busy but january's looking pretty good as well which is pretty cool and uh, obviously, then I think did Apple Vision Pro get pushed back? Someone's talking about Apple Vision Pro. I don't, I don't think it's pushed back. I mean, I think they always said it was going to be spring, and I heard now, you know, that it was probably looking at February. I think Brad. I think they've kind of said end of January, early February ish time frame. Are you getting one, Brad? Oh heck yeah, yeah! I will do whatever it takes to get one the first week. Seriously. Right, man. I mean, other other than the fact that you're like the VR headset guy, like what is it that is like an absolute like what is it why? I think it's everything I want from a VR headset right now, actually. Like, I don't really care about gaming. I'm more interested in, like, where this technology takes us in a computing standpoint. And I think Apple's going to crush it day one with that. Will you be sad? Because, like, I imagine you're not getting into VR chat with the Yeah, Apple that's going to suck. Part. Like, there's going to be things I'm going to hate about it. But, like, I still... I'm re I really am excited for the product in terms of like the hardware and like kind of the choices they're making, like even seeing people don't know this, but um, originally, like, for example, Unity, if you wanted to build a Unity app for Apple Vision Pro, you can only use foveate rendering for mixed reality apps. Well, now you can do it for VR apps for the Apple Vision Pro, even though it's not a VR headset, but yet the software development is going to support that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that if it does well, which I think it will do well, uh, for what they believe is doing well with that first version, it will get controllers eventually. Like, I, I, I'm already talking to developers who are, have told me that they're bringing their game 
to Apple or they're working on their game for Apple. And I'm like, your game can't be played without controllers. So, and then they can't come out and tell me that they have controllers, but I mean, I know that their game can't be played without controllers. Mm -hmm. And if they're actively, you know, working with Apple to, you know, or start at least working on the, uh, you know, on some of the hardware and attending some of these like Apple clinics that Apple's putting on for developers, where you can go and test out the, the hardware and you can start working on stuff. They're working on it with their, with their games that need controllers. So something's, I don't, it's, I don't know how they're going to do it, but something is coming with controllers. So, for me, what Brad's saying is like, I want to do all the stuff that Brad's talking about, but man, if they ever unlock this thing where I, where you can play, when you can access Steam on this headset, game over for me. This could be the headset that I would use for everything. <laughs> Steam link for Apple Vision Pro. <laughs> oh, I love it. Let's go. Let's I can't it. see it. I right? can't see well, that happening. I but... can't either, right? Because isn't Apple, like Apple's just such a closed ecosystem. Like they never play nice with other stuff, you know? So, so like. Steam Link is on iPhone and it does the same thing as Meta where it's like you can't access the Steam store while you're connected to your PC to play games. So who knows, you know, like I don't know. I never expected Steam Link to come on Meta Quest store ever. Right. <laughs> and it did. So, yeah, I mean, you say that as well. I mean, like Apple have um, Nintendo games on there. Yeah. So who knows where that might go? That that relationship's already there. Um, we talk about Nintendo That's VR and stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I like where your head's at, but I'm not going to get, I'm not holding my breath for anything. Shut up, Alex. <laughs> I just saw you get excited. Then. Anyway, <laughs> he almost did. Trying to hide like his boner. He's like, like oh, he's trying to hide his boners. Uh, <laughs> no, because like, you know, what's on there? They have like their mobile apps, right? And like, those are fucking mobile apps. Like those are not Nintendo games. Like even if they're made by Nintendo, they are first party titles, but like, I, I don't know. I mean, Super I Mario guess Run has some of that Nintendo magic. I think I really like. Yeah, it. and a, and I know some people who play Mario Kart Tour and like play the crap out of it. You know, so mm -hmm. it's just I've I've fired up both of those games and basically anything that Nintendo makes, I'm gonna try. Um, and I've never felt like I need to go back to my phone for that stuff. But no, anyway, I digress. Play. I'm I'm not looking. I wouldn't expect first party Nintendo apps to come to the Vision Pro. <laughs> I think I think Alex, you should sit yourself a thing and actually download these apps because they are all free, I believe um yeah yeah they are you should try them and see if they are good quality uh, i have tried them that's what i'm saying oh you yeah. have tried them all and you don't feel like playing them yeah mm, i thought you'd like is it mario jump what's the one the side run. mario run. run yeah i like I play that. that more than any other mario game i think yeah i really enjoyed that I like but there's going to be so many things you can do just entertainment wise with this like you know, for, i mean there's going to be work productivity that i'll try and do in this too because like Todd is big into into work productivity, so he'll he'll help me and we'll do some stuff. He'll get me into it where I'll start working with this headset. I have I just know I'm going to um, with what I can do with it. But then just the entertainment features, like things like you know the Xbox, you know um, Game Pass on on you know on Quest. Now you're going to be able to do that with with Apple. You're going to be able to play games on these huge screen TVs inside your own environment. Um, you know, in a headset, which is going to be absolutely amazing. So I will find things to do. I'm going to watch movies. I mean, I will find things to do in this headset that are absolutely going to blow me away. And I want to be part of this technology. I want to be on the forefront of whatever Apple is bringing out because I absolutely think it's going to be crazy and amazing. And I and I hate Apple. Like, I don't have an Apple iPhone. Like, I don't have an Apple Watch. I'm not like an Apple person in any way. But I have I have a feeling that they've been sitting in wait, watching everybody else do all these things with VR and AR. And then now they're like, here's ours. You know what I mean? That's what Apple does, right? They take their shit that they've seen everybody else do and then they make it apple and they make it better i think and i so think I, when, I think when anyone thinks about where vr is going you can't ignore the fact that apple are, are going to enter the space it's so big 
Like, yeah. it's. Be- I don't. I don't. I mean, what do, what do you? What's your predictions for this, Brad? What do you think is going to happen to VR in general? What do you think? What do you think Meta's going to do? Because obviously, we talked about the Quest Lite in the past, um, which definitely sounds like it's going to happen. Um, a Quest Three Lite, for example. Like, do you think it's going to make VR significantly more popular, uh, or initially, or do you think it's going to be just an extra boost? I think it's. I think personally, I don't see VR still going mainstream for another six six or more years, okay. even with Quest Lite. I don't see Apple changing that timeline. I think um, I think we're still still going to have a very slow and steady growth. I still think profitability for most people who enter the space is still going to be very rare. Mm. Um, and when it comes to Meta, their strategies, I, I I'm not I, I I'm not really sure because Meta is I feel like Meta just always doesn't have like a like a set uh, obvious set of goals. It seems like they always just kind of throw things out there. I think Quest Pro was the real curveball for me. Like I didn't know where things were going to go next with that one. I, I I really think that headset only existed because they wanted to have something out before Apple, and it just didn't work because they don't have the same visionaries that apple does things right um i still think they're gonna push that more toward the apple angle like i think they really will copy a lot of stuff users i mean they just released that stupid concept render to make their like you guys see that one the, the mirror yeah. link render right yep. where no okay well no okay. i do yeah it looks like it's the one they've been touting for a long time they showed it not too long ago and now they came out with like another render of it yeah they, they literally made a render that looks like apple's headset but thinner and like it's not real they said it, they maybe could build it but like dude if, if, a, if a small company in the space did that everyone would be like you're scamming people don't you dare release renders of a thing you know like but well, anyway, look, look, the same people are saying the same thing about visor right like the uh from from uh from uh, oh god I can't so what's the name of the yeah Immersed or whatever Immersed, yeah, that, yeah. That, that products uh, yeah and speaking yeah no it, it is it's true because it it is a scam to only give out renders and no prototypes or show actual things of a product in this industry but anyway uh, my point is I I'm not sure I'm actually not sure how VR gaming is gonna go in general because. I don't know what you guys hear about PSVR 2 and stuff, but like, I'm not convinced that VR gaming isn't as in of a healthy place as people think it is, even though we've had some pretty big titles recently. I really feel, in fact, some of these titles in terms of how much they're selling um, actually shows even more that VR gaming as a focus might actually be unsustainable for a lot of parties involved, mm. if that makes sense. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually not sure i i know meta doesn't really want to be a gaming console relegated to that i really only think that they're they push the low end to try to like get people adopted and see mate like okay meta meta quest 3 actually meta quest 3 made me even more excited for apple vision pro because it has a lot of those little bits and pieces that apple's trying to showcase but it doesn't do any of them at a level i think is that you need for an everyday person to care, if that makes sense. Yeah, they're like, yeah. So, like when I do the MR stuff, it's brilliant to see how people react. It's great fun, but is it so, like I I don't use VR the way you guys talk about it. 
a minute ago you just talked about using it for work yeah vr is like my release it's my fun time i'm i mean i'm there to have a good time uh that's that's pretty much it so spatial computing i guess is what you guys are really looking at yeah. got a couple I mean, things you, here could you imagine if mobile phones were like originally meant only for gaming like people would laugh at you right <laughs> like they'd be like oh that's that's all they're for i'd rather just play games on my consoles or pc there's way more stuff you can do there and i actually see a lot of that with vr gaming and some titles this year that also made me feel like yeah, it's nice to be in a VR environment, but like, why should I sacrifice my free gaming time on a headset when I can do something that's a bit more tailored and more mature on a, a console or whatever in a flat game? And I feel a lot of people still kind of feel that way. Um, I, I think the bigger titles. I think a lot of people feel that way, and I think a lot of people don't as well. Like, I think there's mm. definitely two sides to it. Um, yeah. there's, there's some people I come across. Today I was playing... Um, Oh my god! I do apologize. I'm actually really tired. What was I playing <laughs> today? I actually reviewed it today. Breaches, and there were some people in there. They live in that game, like they love that mm -hmm. game. It's everything to them. And I, I find that in some games I go in, uh, survive the zombie game, which I thought was pretty not not pretty trash actually, until I played it on PSVR two. And there was a guy yeah. in there. We teamed up, co-op, and he was like, "This has been one of my best experiences for the last two years." Like he literally goes in that game, meets people, and plays co-op with them because it's that game is like everything to him. So there's two sides to it. Like I, I don't think it's. I think oh yeah, I think there is two sides. I think there's two camps, and I think I think the pro might take on the more serious VR people. You know, I, mm. I think the gorilla tags and the wreck rumors and all that. I think they'll get everything they want from Quest. And for people like me who just love games, I think like I'm happy with PSVR yeah. two and Quest. But so a couple of things here. ET2K9 now gifted 10 memberships. Oh, That's thank really you, awesome. man. Jeez, awesome. Santa, did Brad get Santa came. I still didn't get any. I didn't get that one. No, uh, Brad got five of them. Good job, Brad. Way to go. We also had a hundred pounds come in from Soul Assembly. Did you say a hundred pounds? A wow. hundred pounds. Thanks. Soul Assembly. Merry Christmas from the Soul Assembly team. Thanks for all that you do. Dude, they are some of the best. They're the, some of the best people. They're an awesome team. I love those guys. Thank you. I get a chance to so much. I get a chance That's to visit huge. them when I was in England after Gamescom. And what games do they make? Oh man, they make Drop uh, Dead. You know, they make they make Drop okay. Dead Dual Strike, the original. Yeah. They make Drop Dead the Cabin uh, with the new Home Invasion. Um, nice. Yeah. They, they 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 make some of the best games out. Of, and like I said, I got a chance to go to their studio. They have some amazing stuff. I can't say anything about, but they have some amazing stuff coming. So Soul Assembly is a name that you will be talking about a lot in 2024 you should be talking about right now because they make probably one of the best mr experiences that you should be putting people in right now mm -hmm. to show them like if you got people coming over to your house for holiday season and you're going to put a quest 3 headset on them put them in the home invasion there's it's, three there's my top three sick. is definitely that one of theirs 100%. i know i know which one you're, you're gonna say the one with the the ocean run too oh, right oh man there's ocean rift well yeah ocean rift that was just insane and i love it because if i'm impressed with it I then call my family and I'm like, come and try this. Now my wife is scared of water. Um, so it's quite water hard. in general. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't like being underwater or anything. Um, and I found this out when we first played Ace Combat because she crashed and she realized she was oh. Luckily in that game, you just crash on the sea. Like it's a solid right. surface, but the fear thought of her, the fear of the thought of her going underwater 
made her really panic. So yeah, today uh, or the other day, my room was a massive fish tank and it it done her head in and I loved it. It was amazing. She panicked. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, I think it's cool. But she stayed in there, which is really good. And she learned about changing the environments and stuff. So yeah, uh, that and track craft. So yeah, like um, track craft the, is cool. Skiba's love loving track craft. Yeah, dude, that is such a cool game. I have you that. have you got my car? No. Yeah, there's a, a, a car. You have a GT car. I have a game of tag VR car in track craft. How yeah. dare you? That's Does awesome. It, when you honk the horn, <laughs> how dare you? Everyone asks that. I've, I've yet to make a short on it, but I know people are going to ask that, and they did when I told them in my Discord. Um, yeah, what what did my horn say in dash dash? Holy shit! Holy shit balls! Holy shit balls! <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't. It has. I don't think it's got a horn that swears. Oh man, um, that would be cool though. It would be very cool. Um, but yeah, like they're the they're the three I I genuinely would play a lot. Is track craft, ocean, especially at Christmas like you said, Mash. It's a great thing to like set up around someone's house. I put my nine-year-old daughter in uh, in the cabin home invasion yesterday. How I, recorded, I, re- I recorded it. My nine-year-old daughter, Charlie. Oh God, um, so I was recording. I was doing some stuff. I wanted to record some stuff for for uh, home invasion because it's they have this new monster, the leech, in there that's super funny and super cool. Uh, so my daughter got home from school and she saw me doing it. She's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm I'm playing this new you know mixed reality thing. You got to try it." And I'm thinking to myself nine do you think she'll be okay and you know zombies coming at you in the middle of your house i imagine that's out. very intense at nine but... it, it's oh it's an intense game but i put her in there and she loved it dude spinning <laughs> around like she's like this is so much fun she's like she's like oh my god i just hit him in the head with a hatchet dude, <laughs> and i'm like yeah you, you did <laughs> you cannot underestimate kids man when we did game no. on expo there were children lining up to play propagation vr and that's a game that like had me like literally shaking in right. my fucking boots. Yeah. And there's yeah, like a the real propagation, nine year old kid. One. And we're like, hey man, like this is really intense. Like, are you sure? And he's like, I don't even need a gun. And he like goes in there and, and he's just like <laughs> meleeing the zombies as they're running up to him. He did not give a shit. There was nothing scaring this kid at all. I'll tell you what is funny if you're on Twitter, Mateo dropped a video of his wife playing the cabin, the mixed reality. <laughs> yes. You don't necessarily yes. see the game. You just see her in full mm-hmm. panic mode. It's like she's got a hundred arms. She is just going <laughs> mental. She's windmilling. Yeah, like she's she's just like I don't know what I'm gonna do, so I'm just gonna go crazy. That was a very funny <laughs> clip, actually. It is really good. Continuing on the uh, Christmas spirit, the Christmas giving train, our amazing community. Oh, Rizzle VR has donated a hundred dollars. Thank you, man. Which is incredible. Very he cool. says, "Merry Christmas and a happy New Year." Thank you very oh, yeah. much, Rizzo. Right behind him was Wormsworth with the $10 donation saying, Merry Christmas, VR fellas. Oh, Merry Christmas, Merry VR fellas. Christmas. Happy Merry Christmas, everyone. Thank you ever so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Very uh, generous. We have a, a great community, man. This is a fucking insane community. Um, you do. Talking about a couple of things, not to bring too many downers, but um, while Brad's still with us, we need to talk about w, <laughs> w, WMR, man. Like, what is oh. happening? See, there's two things. I read, mm-hmm. I read the report about WMR, but then someone else said to me that this wasn't new news. Like, it was something they hinted at before, and I was like, I don't, I've no, I've, I mean, to me, this is massive news that Microsoft what? are basically saying they're going to quit WMR support. But what? Can I ask a question real quick to Brad first before we get into the meat of that? So, with Windows Mixed Reality going. Does this mean that you won't be able to launch Steam through your H 
HP Reverb G2? Because I think to me that's the biggest story. Nobody gives a shit about anything else besides the HP Reverb G2. I, I for, can't ever agree. For yeah. WMR. Yeah, so yeah, is, yeah, that yeah. The case, is that the case, Brad? Yeah, so um, the way WMR works, even with SteamVR, is there's always a co compositor going on in the back end. However, it's kind of similar if you've ever used, um, gosh, there's a lot of headsets, a uh, Vipro 2 or a Vario or Somnium. Um, they all have like this sort of software you have to run on top of Steam VR. Yeah, um, even Pimax with... has their Pi tool or yeah, whatever. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Pimax, another one. Yeah. yeah. So they all have their compositors. The, the difference between those and Windows Mixed Reality is their compositors actually built into the Windows kernel itself. So you can't actually download the compositor or any of the tools related to that. It's just always built into Windows and it's always updated alongside Windows. Oh. So when it's removed from the kernel, that's gone. You can't use it anymore, basically. So what have HP said about this? So let's quickly, let's, for anyone who's listening to stuff, what, what was the news, Brad? What was the news? Yeah, so um, a part of the, basically there's this area um, with, I think it's primarily with like the Win Windows Insider testing where they list all the applications and features of Windows that are going to be de deprecated. So just expect that. Like, hey, um, it's not going to work anymore. We're not going to support it. It's going to be removed from Windows and future updates. That's why basically Windows Mixed Reality was now put on this list as of yesterday, Thursday. Um, and it includes the Windows Mixed Reality portal, all the features itself, uh, the app that makes it work with Steam VR. All of it were listed on the 2V ruined <laughs> so yeah it's 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 days are actually numbered unless you never want to update your so, windows which of course in the long term means you your computer might be susceptible to security updates and yeah could, bad could you do could you do this like i i'm about to put a new nvme in my in my computer uh like a four terabyte nvme and i'm gonna run in windows 11 on that i still have a two terabyte in there that i'm gonna keep windows 10 on to keep all my old stuff in there so i don't have yeah. to worry about transferring it over could you do that and keep a drive with just windows 10 on it to run your because there's a lot of people out there that have hp Re reverb g2s that use them every day west dylan is one of them that's his pcvr yeah, headset they love that headset you know, there's a lot of people out there that still use it so is that viable for them could they do that if they wanted to do two separate drives that's pretty much their only choice if they want to keep their hardware from dying and you have to make sure um i, I think i saw someone with a workaround to make sure that uh even with Windows 10, um, I think they do security updates and stuff to it still. I don't think they've completely dropped support for Windows 10, but... Um, Not yet. It's coming. It's but coming, yeah. right. So, mm -hmm. yeah, you would want to make sure even Windows 10 doesn't update because I don't think... I think they couldn't even remove it from there because they just don't want to support the feature. They don't want to have yeah. something break in it with mm -hmm. an update and then have a bunch of people complaining. So they'd rather just remove it then deal with that because last year or i guess the beginning of this year they fired a ton of their uh windows mixed reality and like all their xr effort staff so there's really like no one to even support it in general could um, someone from the community write something like some kind of program or patch that like provides support yeah that's what i was thinking it's very hard because again that would require getting into the windows kernel and that's pretty well protected as you might imagine um there is one thing happening but this is only for the linux community this is not for windows but someone does actually is actually working on reverse engineering the tracking for windows mixed reality to make sure it works on linux and um that's pretty much 
the only other project I can see happening. Uh, and that's that takes a lot of work and effort to reverse engineer. So what stuff, yeah, so. And for what? For a, an old headset, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can still buy these headsets, though. That's the problem. Like, yeah, you know that's, I mean? that's what I'm saying. Like, what, just, did, what did I'm, I'm HP at, say about this? I'm what, looking at HP's companies? website and they still list it for sale. $469. Uh, regular price, $599. You can buy it for $469.99. Amazon's still got tons of them listed here, you know, brand new ones that you can buy. I mean, this is a problem. Mm-hmm. It's a big problem. If people don't know, if people aren't knowledgeable and figure this stuff out and they go on to go buy a cheap, you know, a cheaper PC VR headset, this headset will be dead in a month. Yeah, Not even a month at the end of the year, right? So a, a week, two weeks. I think it's, impo- just, I, think it's <laughs> I think it's important to, to say here to, to show that it's not all doom and gloom for Microsoft. Like they still do believe in, in VR as they are doubling down on Microsoft Mesh, which is their VR platform. So while they're removing WMR because the platform failed, the tracking stinks, it's not, it's just, you know, it's just old. They're not selling anymore. Um, they are still doing VR things. So know that. I just love yeah. Phil Yarn's one. And and to be fair, I reviewed the G2. I thought it was an amazing, visually amazing headset, but it, in, and it was light. It was really well balanced, but there were so many reasons that I wouldn't buy one uh, on top of that. And he, Phil Yarns put, rip my G2, you janky piece of shit. <laughs> Long live <laughs> Quest 3. It smashes it anyway. So, I mean, uh... I mean, what you can do, guys, since you're in the community bubble now, is quietly sell your WMR headset to a friend to be like, dude, oh this, my he- God. this headset's amazing, man. This headset's amazing. Yeah, it's brilliant, mate. Yeah, no, 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 it'd be fine like that. Like, you don't know, yeah. you don't know Sadly, it's Bradley, do you? No, that's fine then, definitely. <laughs> don't you can watch Bradley. <laughs> yeah. No, it is important to know as chat saying that um, I probably should have said this first. My bad, my bad. I, I get my little tangents. Um, it, it, it won't come into effect for consumers until 2026. So there's... Oh, uh, what are we time. worried about? Oh, 2026? <laughs> really? So Yeah, 2026. GTA 6 would be oh, out by then, man. It won't even matter. <laughs> yeah. None of us would be in VR. Then we'll be playing Well, GTA you know, you, you still see like Oculus DK1 and DK2s on the Steam hardware survey somehow. <laughs> wow. Well, you, know, you know what's not going to affect consumers in 2026 and will actually uh, affect people who spent some money uh, right before the year end just to transition to the other Doom uh Oh, another doom Dude, topic I love this. This is the best episode already. Right, oh. guys. It's <laughs> so, a Merry Christmas. It. Merry Christmas. By the end of the new year, if, if, if somehow you're living under a fucking rock and haven't heard this, by the end of the new year, First Contact Entertainment, developers of Firewall Zero Hour and Firewall Ultra are closing their doors. Done. Company unplugged, dead. Everybody looking for new jobs. Firewall fucking rip which frankly it was already dead in the water but and and none of this surprises me but it's still a huge bummer especially for people the who holidays spend their fucking money on the game like me like i don't buy every vr game you know like uh, most of the time i can get the hook up through some kind of like promotion <laughs> thing or whatever but like i spent my money on firewall and like i've been a huge firewall fan for years so for it to go like this is yeah, I feel bad for their team too, man. All those people lost their jobs right at the, ho- at the holidays. You know, Literally you know? right before Christmas. I feel bad for wearing this Christmas hat. I feel like I'm, <laughs> I feel like I'm taking the piss. I'm like, hey! Yeah. Oh. You, you know who I don't feel bad for, though? Someone's is, mom? Is whoever the idiot was who put this post out that they put out. Like, 
that's the that's one of the main problems I have with first contact here. It's not, you know, these things happen, studios go out of business, it's terrible, it's this time of year. I feel bad for everybody. We know people that just lost their jobs. David Jack now, you know, you know, PSVR Frank. I mean, they just lost their jobs that teams they've been with for six, eight years. Um, but the problem with me is the head of the team backhanding the VR community as they go out and telling what? everybody, yeah, I mean, he mm. makes this message to say due to the you know the lack of support from from uh you know us being a triple a studio number one calls himself a triple a studio on in his text in his uh in his tweet uh and then number two you're says, one of a you know, due, yes, yeah, due, due to the lack due to the lack of support from the vr community uh, we can't sustain ourselves any longer. I can read it out if you want. He blamed, yeah. he blamed, he blamed this on the, okay. on the no, VR community. Not so, on us. Not on us. No. On, yeah, on, 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 the, on the industry. Right. So yeah. he said, after almost eight years of working with the most amazing team I've ever had the pleasure of working, or being part of, sorry, I'm sad to announce that we'll be closing our company, First Contact Entertainment, by the end of the year. The lack of support for VR within the industry has eventually taken its toll. As a AAA, within the industry? Yeah. Yeah. As a AAA VR game developer, we are we are just not able to justify the expense needed needed gouging forward. We are a team of fearless innovators, willing to push new technologies to its limits, and I'm extremely proud of its team and grateful to our investors. So yeah, um, yeah, that that kind of sounds like it's dude. not taking responsibility. Did... Yeah, the they original. launched this, they launched a broken game. You launched a broken delusional. game, and then you're gonna blame everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. If their game was perfect, if their if their game was perfect and it was like a nine out of ten, and nobody supported it, and like you know nobody give a shit, and and they, and they lost a ton of money, then I would be like, man, I, that I I feel bad for that dude. It makes sense, but why would you do that on the way out when you had you have probably the most broken multiplayer launch of all time? I don't. Think, yeah, but this is what you got to remember the mindset of what I think you're dealing with here. Um, to make the decisions they made with that game. They were super confident in all their decisions. So when you look back on them it's now, crazy. even though people are still complaining constantly, he probably still believes that they're just not good recipients of the product, of the creation. For all I know, he might think people aren't ready for it. I don't know. I, I don't know what someone would think because if I had a play tested that game, I would have been like, these decisions are a little bit out there. You know, They've been delusional from the start. It's We've been insane. delusional since since zero hour because we, they did the same know, thing with freaking Solaris. And we know that they fucking watch this, right? Like we've yeah. had Hess Barber respond to things we've talked about on the crew cast mm -hmm. directly in our comments in the past. So it's not like they were unaware of like all of this feedback. And I don't also, there's another thing, unless you're like really in, you maybe not don't realize this, but in terms of the way that they've handled their community on Facebook and in discord, they have, they dropped the ball for for years. They've like really caused some problems giving, this time. Yes, huge problems. And they people yeah. have been giving feedback and like trying to help because at the end of the day, anyone who even gives a shit to mention Firewall Zero Hour cares about it. It's because mm -hmm. like we we all wanted that game to succeed. Every single one of us. Um, maybe not Brad. Maybe Brad didn't give a shit. But I know the Brad rest of wanted us, it. He wanted yeah, it. Really, really wanted it to fucking work. And Dude, I was with you. I paid sixty feedback. bucks too. Yep, yep. Sixty bucks for the feedback. deluxe version, by the way. And I, and I bought. I didn't pay for the deluxe version, but I did buy a contractor after launch because I like wanted the perk that the contractor gave me. So I did participate in microtransactions. Um, but yeah, dude, it's we know that they heard it. 
they just chose not to listen to it. And I think that they maybe got their, their heads got a little too big with the success of firewall zero hour exactly because yeah. so many people played that Maybe. game but the thing is the success of that game hinged on a lot of things and didn't necessarily mean that being in the right place at the right time exactly exactly yeah. with the right peripheral the aim controller mixed mm -hmm. with the it being the only multiplayer squad-based game that you could play on psvr made it a no-brainer for people like us and it was um, fucking cool it wasn't it was, just get that right dealt with bullshit it, yes there was issues with it but you dealt with them because there was nothing else like it exactly yeah and don't and tell mean, me that if they didn't launch a good game because there was a ton of hype for this game don't tell me mm -hmm. that if they didn't launch a good game that was not broken that didn't have a ton of issues that they wouldn't have been successful like if yeah. they had listened to the community and they had done some of those things that we all told them they should do and they had listened to some of the people that were trying to help them and they launched a great game they would have made money there are teams making out there making money don't back in the community because you launched a stupid broken game that you can barely play and then blame everybody else I, yeah take some take some take some ownership in what you put out there as a product and if you're so delusional, like GT is saying, if you're so delusional that you think you put out a good product, you're lost. Don't come back to the VR like, community. I don't want to see it. I've spoken to Hess in the past. Uh, I remember the first time I saw Hess, actually. Um, the mate, So there was two main creators of First Contact. There was Adam, I think he's Orth. Adam, yeah, Adam Orth, I think his name is. And Hess. And I remember seeing them on a PlayStation show and they were talking about different control schemes and how Hess really helped him. Um, and then Adam left. And Hess became the man. And I think for a time, things were good. You know, things were good. And when I heard about, and I think when everyone heard about Firewall, that game was definitely going to be trying to tick so many boxes all at once for using the technologies of PSVR 2, head, the headset. But it just, I don't, I don't, I don't even like playing it really. Um, I, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but there's so much wrong with it. Um, yeah. yeah, it really sucks. And like, honestly, the part of that tweet that irked me the most is him being like, we are the ones who have been pushing this technology to the brink. And like, that is not what they did. What is, they, no put out, they put out a game on, on PSVR that used the aim controller. And the next two games were basically like remakes of that. Like, it's obvious it was the same engine that drove... Uh, Solaris that was built on Firewall, which is why so that you couldn't even use your other hand exactly. in Solaris. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So they like built off of like what was existed there, and then like tried to like spice it up and make enough changes to where it felt like a new thing, and it didn't. Not with Solaris, and not with Firewall Ultra, and they didn't fool anybody. So once we got in there, like I tried so hard, like I wanted that game so this was your baby. badly. It this really was, like, was. Yeah. But eventually, I got to the point where I'm like, I can't play this. Like, I, it's a waste of my time. I just want to read a comment from uh, I Want A Lot. He's put, they were listening. It was getting big updates and graphical updates, too. He said, I never waited in lobbies. Uh, I say he. I'm, I'm sorry if you're here or she had to I never waited in lobbies playing PvE mode. I don't, I don't know why you're waiting lobbies for PvE. Yeah, personally. don't mention that. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, uh, but he had a great time. Such a waste of telegon from VR. And yeah, I, I think there's people on that team that maybe were steered in a direction, maybe sometimes didn't want to. Um, but there is, there's definitely, obviously, talent in that team. Uh, you can, you know, they, I just think there was yeah. maybe some bad leadership decisions. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. It's the leadership to blame here. There's a lot of really good people that work there and a lot of people that believed in VR and wanted to make something great. And the leadership 
is what drove that company into the ground. And it's really sad because they had a lot of people, they had an entire community trying to help them, trying to steer them in the right direction. They put their hand up in everyone's face and they said, we know better, not you, the people playing the game, we know better. So they drove their company into the ground and that stinks. And there's a lot of good people that are going to suffer for it. A lot of people out of a job. And that is a true, true bummer. And then so way to go out, way to go out. You put a, you put a tweet out there. Just like that's the management. And making excuses. Right I mean, that's the, like the worst thing I've ever seen. Without even like a name, like, you know, like yeah. I, I don't personally like, like when I watch Scott post for on the ghost of Tabor stuff, he just like mm -hmm. adds a dash Scott. And I'm like, yeah, eh. like he, owns I mean, it. I, he does. That's not the approach I would take, but by all means, at least he's letting us know when it's right. him talking, but like no one even like signed that tweet. You know, like it didn't come from any individual. Like we all know it did, but like mm -hmm. it well, did I think, again. I think Frank broke the news before then. He did. I think he did. Yeah, saying that he was kind of out of a job, which you know it sucks. I mean, that before I before I read the second tweet, my heart went out to the team. Like I, I wasn't even. I'm not. I wasn't even mad. I mean, I was upset because a lot of people lost their money. Right. That that's what I'm upset about. But I didn't get like irate about what was going on until I read that tweet that they put out. Like everything else i was just disappointed and i was sad and number one we're losing a, a good studio and number two you know all those people were out of work but then i got irate afterwards when i see how they go out like that's that's how you want to go out you want to go out by like but that's not the entire the company just remember no you're that. right that's not all of those people that's that's the crappy management so yeah. what does this mean for the people who bought this game like it is it gonna work like I don't know. Are the, are the servers a part I've heard, of? I've heard rumors that Sony would back up and and do the servers. I don't know if this is true. Don't don't take me you know as a quote here, but I did hear things that maybe Sony would be keeping the servers open. Like I don't know what will happen with Zero Hour. People still play Zero Hour. Like I don't well, know what will happen yeah. with that title. Like this game doesn't really exist without the servers, right? You can't do much without the servers. No, so. well, Firewall didn't have servers. Like, Firewall was all peer-to-peer. Um, Peer-to-peer, -peer. Peer yeah, -peer, so. right. But so, that's not the case with Ultra, though, right? Brad? I no, I think it is servers. Yeah. Brad? I, I'm curious. I don't know the structure of what the first contact. Were they, like, at all owned by Sony or just funded by Sony? I think they I got a lot of funding by funding. Sony. But they don't think they were owned. No. Okay. I, I, may, I don't... Oh. Even, maybe they even published... Didn't they get Firewall. acquired? I no, I don't know. No, they were they were not on their own. Yeah, that's why yeah. I'm wondering. Like, usually when companies get to like this dire position, they're usually able to be, you know, acquired for cheap. But Sony didn't care to acquire them. So, right. Like, and, and, why? And, why? Like, if they care about developing their VR platform and games, like, why wouldn't they step in? You know. I mean, this news about their studio shutting down isn't even on their website yet. It's just about the brand new patch that I know. happened four days ago. I By don't the know way, why Sony would step in because they've already ruined their reputation and it probably wasn't fixable. In yeah, for all, for all we know, yeah, maybe Sony just don't want to back it anymore because they just think there's no win to be had. I think you're right, Skiva, by saying it's unfixable because at the end of the day, like we all think that developers are just capable. Like We're like, hey, do do this. And then it'll work. And they like try and they're like, fuck, we can't do this. Like maybe they just weren't good enough, you know, like for lack of a better way to say it, like they tried and they failed. Like they wanted to pull it off. They wanted to add features and like they just didn't have the skills needed to make a new game. 
it's still listed know. on the Sony website. It's still you can buy it right now. Like how how is this how does Sony let this happen? The company is gonna is just announced they're out of business. Why is the game still up for sale at forty bucks? Yeah, I, yeah that, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm not sure about. I it, just had to look it up because I figured that it must be gone, or it will at least. But right now, I'm at the I'm at the buy screen. I can literally hit click and buy right now. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. I mean, that's that's definitely not right, is it? But I'm I mean, it, be... but then Buck said, um, Buck three thirty one thirty one. He said he went into the Discord and asked because he basically started asking people like, "How do you guys feel about this?" Uh, no one, some people didn't know about it in their Discord. So he said, "Are you guys going to announce it?" And because he said that, they they apparently banned him. What? Oh, yeah. By just Man, that's what I was talking about earlier. <laughs> yeah, that, that is what FC what? Uh, uh, FCE has done so many times. They've banned people on Facebook, in Discord, <laughs> just for like voicing their opinions and shit. Yeah, he just asked, but I mean, that's not really different to PSV on Reddit. Like, if you if you don't sing the the correct theme tune, they'd just be like, "Well, you're here to." They think you're there to cause trouble, not to have an opinion. Um, mm. Because they see it as just negative um, towards what they love. Thank you to Mahina for the uh, Swedish Krona. Yeah. 269 Swedish Krona. Thank you. Happy holidays. Thank you ever so much. Much love to that woman. She's amazing. You rock. She's awesome. She rocks. But yeah. Um, firewall. I mean, it's crazy, isn't it? Pour one out. It, right? uh, Pour uh, one out. Who would have thought? Who would have thought that that would have happened? Like uh, a lot of people, we were yeah. so excited. <laughs> about, but, but look, that was one of the most, an- probably one of the most anticipated titles of this year. That's though, what I'm saying. Literally. I still I remember mean... talking about it on the show, and I still remember mm-hmm. Alex. Like we were telling, I think we played it before you, Alex, maybe, and we were telling yeah. you some of these issues, and you were like, "I don't care. I fucking love Firewall, bro. Like, I've got my bros. I go in there." And I was I, like, "I mean, I played it for like a month." You know, yeah, you tried. I, 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 me and you went in like late, even like after. Like, I remember me and you, and maybe it was Betty or somebody went in yeah. a couple of different times, and we just sat there in lobbies, and we were just like, we we just sat and we're like, we wanted to play. We were trying to give it a shot. We were like, let's just try and get back in, try and see what the community's doing, see what we can do. And literally, we just sat there and couldn't get into a game. And even when you can, there's you know the the achievements or the the progression system just being in like. Locked absolute nightmare and all messed up and like people losing progress and just like all kinds of issues like there's just too much it's weird isn't it though because i think like you can easily take a downer on some of this stuff and i think when it comes to maybe even numbers like when you think about uh like the other day i found out um only less than one percent of people who play resident evil 4 have played the vr version yeah like but that's only people who have logged into rnet Right, that's insane. They don't, don't know what they're, they what, don't know what they're missing. VR what games what I'm trying to say now. is, there is plenty oh. of good software out there now. Mm-hmm. We've just got to get people in the headsets, and I don't know what that will take. Like, I'm not. I feel like there's just this. Admittedly, Meta are obviously doing some marketing. Like they're really pushing this stuff. Someone sits down my breaches oh, yeah. video. They had an advert for breaches before watching the review, and I'm like, <laughs> fucking awesome, dude. Like that's what you want. You want to see that stuff. Um. But yeah, it's uh, it's 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 a tough sell, for some reason. Yeah. Still, I don't know what the cure is going to be. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know if RE four or if RE four can't get people excited for reviewer. Man, I'm I'm telling you, I'm in, I, I I was not supposed to get stuck in this game because it's not something that we're for virtual strangers that we're even going to consider for game of the year because it's past like our deadline, 
and I was basically just supposed to play it for a few minutes and, you know, give a good idea about it. And then I was supposed to get out and go start covering stuff that we are considering for game of the year. <laughs> and I haven't played anything else since. It's so like, fucking I've literally, sick. I'm on chapter like 14 or 15. I'm almost done completing it now for yeah. the 10th time in my life, probably 10th or 11th time in my life. Um, and Isn't it's it great? Still, it's still now the probably one of the best experiences i've ever had and i played through that game 10 plus times originally on the freaking gamecube when the gamecube first came out yeah this was the first time i played re4 and i'm telling you i'm still i'm having like this experience that i've had this last week with re4 is probably some of the best vr experiences i've ever had like literally i probably could vote for this for game of the year this is what i'm trying to say all of us at some point and maybe brad even as well were gamers before vr just playing games you're playing video games you're having a good time but something clicks i don't and i don't know for me personally it was just literally being inside a video game that's what it felt like i was like fuck i'm actually in this game like things are happening i remember sitting in the van in psvr worlds with a bald guy I'm fucking around with the radio. I'm throwing cans at his head. I'm I'm thinking, like I sat in that van, I thought, I'm going to open this door and just jump out the van. Little did I know I couldn't, but I actually thought, fuck that. Like, when I opened the door and I saw the road going past, I'm like, nah, nah. And I shut the door. <laughs> Little did I know that I actually wouldn't have been able to do it anyway. But still, I remember walking away from that in 2016 and thinking, this is it. Like, this is everything I've ever wanted. And that still yeah. hasn't gone yet. So well, I'm trying to, to I'm trying to find yeah. what the fuck it Dude, is that like we've Brad got. Was saying, it's a slow burn, man. Like it takes putting on the damn headset and playing something you like. Like that is really what it takes. Like you have to put the headset on and you have to have an experience that blows you away. Like that's yeah. it just still, what it, it is. doesn't sell a lot of people. A lot of people play, you know, bought a headset, played Half Life Alex, put their headset away, and that was it. It's like I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. Like when I, you know, growing up, I wanted the biggest TV and the best sound system because I wanted to be immersed. I wanted to be in the game, and I thought if I covered all of my vision by the biggest TV, I would feel like I was there. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Like a cinema, like a cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now I'm there. Now I'm in there. I feel like I'm the character and I, it's really hard for me to go back. I love, I love all games. Right. And I love flat games too, but now they're all retro to me. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> like yeah. I want to play current games. I'm playing VR. You know what I mean? If I want to play some retro stuff, maybe I'll fire up a flat game, but it's pretty rare. Dude, if you I want to play retro stuff, you can still fire up VR and go into MUVR. Like, yeah. Yeah. And you can and, yeah. and you can still invite a friend round in yeah. VR. You, you yeah. and your son, Alex, can sit there and play a game together in <laughs> VR. That's my dad. That would be so much fun. And then, invite, and then invite Grandpa Mash around. You know? Oh, yeah. Grandpa Mash was busy. busy. I'm busy uh, hitting on all the old moms down here in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Going around all, off, offering all the, all the grandmas mints. You want a mint? Uh, yeah. I do I, like I, I, a little. This is, is this a weird year for me? Like I still, but I, I, I still will say like, with whatever we, you know, you know, Brad's saying some true things about VR and maybe not being as stable as we would hope or where we think it is. It just boggles my mind because I've still had, probably the best experiences this year that i've ever had in virtual reality and i've you know i've i've passed that you know knowledge on to as many as people as i possibly can and a lot of them have you know gotten the bug too you know i've seen a lot of new people come into vr this year um as well so it's just weird it's it's a weird year for me like experience having a year where you can experience gran turismo 7 you know horizon call the mountain you know resident evil 8 
um, you know, switchback and like light brigade and RE4 and, you know, all the amazing experiences that we've had, you know, and some of the great PCVR experiences and Asgard's wrath on a standalone headset. I mean, it blows, blows you away. Like what? And then the headsets that we've seen this year, I mean, we've, we've seen some failed headsets definitely, but we've seen some big headsets come out this year and, you know, the, the technology is jumping forward. So, you know, whether I think the landscape might be a little shaky or not, I still think it's the best year I've ever seen in VR. Like, yep. you know, like in even like the past just couple of months have been amazing. Like I, there's a, a good portion of this year where I was having difficulty just like finding the inspiration to put a headset on. And in the past couple of weeks, I've played more VR than I've played in months. And Asgard's yeah. Wrath, of course, is a, is a big reason for that. And I want to get into that. But before we talk about Asgard's Wrath, I do want to mention Racket Club. Because Racket Club oh, just came out, dude. and we got to do, first of all, it's a great game. And second of all, Skeev and I got to do like a cool thing, like Resolution Games uh, basically sent us to this pickleball court, and we challenged some pickleball instructors to a real-life game of pickleball, and then we grabbed headsets, put them on everyone, and then immediately <laughs> after played Racket Club and got to experience like the difference between playing a physical, actual real sport like pickleball and then immediately going into VR and playing a similar style game. Is this for a and, video? You guys did it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. Oh, yep. Can I ask yep. a question real quick before you get into that? Sure. So these are pros for pickleball. You guys have yes. probably never played pickleball. So I'm assuming they kicked your asses. They kicked your oh, asses. Yeah. Okay. Well, they crushed they were, us. They went easy. Yeah, they went okay. easy. But they could have. Yeah, just the yeah. rules. They okay. were teaching us how to volley. Trying to, but then they were like, and here's a real serve. And it would just be like, right. whoa. So, you know? so my question is, <laughs> does real life pickleball or the talent that you have in pickleball translate when you put them in the headset? I assume this is their first time ever in a VR headset ra- playing Racket Club. Maybe they played a VR before, but in Racket Club, does it translate? Did they kick your ass in Racket Club? Or did so, the, the, the I guess you'll have to watch the video to find no, out. Okay, all right. Well, and like and subscribe. But real talk, real talk, yes, the skills absolutely translated. And um, there was this kid who was there who was a, a national champion of pickleball who I played against. And um, I think Skiba played against him too, actually. Mm -hmm. And we did one-on-ones and he was in there like making me sweat. You know, like I've played racket club before. And for the record, I used to play racket ball all the time in real life. Like I have racquetball skills that I think translate into racket club. Um, But yeah, he was loving it. Like, and this is, it also ties into what we were talking about earlier. Like, what does it take? Like this was his first VR experience. And he was like, okay, this is really cool. Like we, I will you. He even tried to get us to go to his house the next day. He's like, "Will you come <laughs> over and like show this to so my parents cool. and like show this to the rest of my family?" You know, so like it really does take me having that like experience where it just clicks and you get it. Um, but it was really fun, and uh, yeah, we'll be putting out a video soon. Um, that just like covers that whole event that we did and gets the opinions of the racquetball instructors and kind of what they thought about the VR experience. And um, anyway, the able- club is sweet. We were able to put them in the mixed reality. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, so they got to see the mixed reality portion of Racket Club, which to me is like one of the best. Again, we talked about mixed reality things. It's one yeah, of the I do need mixed to reality try. things. I do need to try. Oh, have you not tried it yet? Still, well, I tried it with um, Skiba, actually, uh, last year uh, because we also yeah. did Spatial Ops. Uh, both very amazing at the time, but I haven't had time to play at home yet. No, I've just got so much I need. I have to cover. So It's so I, great I because been... like, I'm going to go ahead, Skiba. Oh, I was going to say, I've been playing Racket Club every day. Really? This game is so good. 
It's just so good. Like I didn't, I didn't think I was ever going to get into a sports game. To be honest with you, this is the best sports game I've ever played. And like, it gets me to mm. move a bit. And the the fact that I can see my surroundings and I don't have to like mentally worry about, is there a wall there? You know what <laughs> I mean? I can see where my lights are. I can see where the chairs are. I can see where the wall is and I don't have to worry about it. I feel completely safe and I can really get into this game. And like everyone I've put into it, like after like one round, they get it, man. And then they're hooked too. And it's just so good. It's I, such a good Brad game. was going to say something earlier. Um, do you remember what he's going to say, Brad? Because I see you in, like talking to the chat quite a bit. <laughs> I don't want to bring spirits down. So, oh <laughs> no, oh, Brad, you're so doom and gloom, bro. No, yeah, we're on to the good vibes. <laughs> I need to we, squeeze we bitched the, enough about. I want to squeeze <laughs> the jelly out of his eyes. <laughs> such a lovely lad um but yeah dude and the other thing that is keeping me in the headset right now is asgard's wrath like oh. i am so excited to play asgard's wrath it is really fun that I, that's the first wow. game i've seen turn some psvr heads in a while like there's a lot of people who love psvr who are like going hold on a minute this might actually be worth the investment and i think that's what they've been waiting for you know because admittedly psvr games uh the best games are hybrid and they are full length yeah. games. You know, they're big games normally. So I think Asgard's Wrath coming up is like one of those games where they're like, okay, it's not, it's actually a big game. So, you know. Yeah, it's, it's really, really good. And for me, and to, you guys let me know if this is a fair assessment, but for me, it feels like playing Skyrim VR, but with good combat mechanics. Yeah. Like, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. otherwise it like really does. And I know it's not Skyrim. It's not fully open. It's not quite that scale, but in terms of like what the experience feels like to me, I it, Skyrim VR is the closest thing I can think of, but in Skyrim, if you've never played it, you can basically like wiggle a knife in an NPC, like in an enemy. And like, it counts that as like individual strikes and like, you can like burn somebody's health down just by cheesing it, but you cannot do that in Asgard's Wrath. Like the combat is really, really sound and solid. And like, if you're not paying attention, you will die. I mean, and I am also playing on the hardest difficulty level, by the way. I don't oh, know fair if, enough, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's super engaging and uh, it's a, just grand. And I can tell that I've barely scratched the surface of it, you know, and that to me is really exciting as a VR game. Yeah. This, and the more you play it, the more quality you find. Brad's going to say something. Does that feel overwhelming at all? Does what feel overwhelming? The, so <laughs> I'm, I'm, he's, I'm, find, he's finding I'm his own to brain to around this as best as I can because I played a little bit of the game. And um, all right, I'm going to say it. Oh, God. Play it. It's okay. Everyone mute, Brad. Everyone mute. When I was playing the game, I was very appreciative that it definitely a ton of work put into it. it. It's obvious from like minute one onward, ton of work put into it. Very well done by the team. Um, what I'm about to say, how I feel about it, I don't think it's any of their the team's fault. But when I was playing it, um, and it kept throwing stuff at me, especially when I first saw the skill tree. The oh. first time you see the skill tree, I was like. Oh crap! All right. Um, <laughs> I had to do all of this in VR. I had to figure out all these things. Um, I'm actually gonna. I'm actually gonna share the, what you're saying in a minute. Go on. Go on. Yeah. So, so there are things about Asgard's Wrath while I'm playing it that made me feel 
kind of overwhelmed. Like, like there's this cool feature of the Omnicept Reverb G2 where they use a heart rate sensor in your eye tracking to gauge how much um, brain cognance your your a player is feeling, which was, oh, I love that. I thought that was such a cool feature. And I bet you if that was running on the Quest 3 while I was playing Asgard's Wrath 2, it would constantly be at a high rate because there's always like something you have to choose or think about. And like, I don't know, I felt I was a bit overwhelmed and thinking to myself, do I want this kind of level of experience and, and choice in a VR game? Or would I rather just play that in a flat game where there's a lot less of that going on, if that makes sense? No, it really does. Uh, can I answer this? Does anyone mind? Yes. I'll, I'll just yeah, go ahead. My answer I, to I'll, it. I'll speak after you. Yeah, so basically, it was all about learning the menus. So... Once I realized that I can, admittedly, this is the one thing I found with the first one as well. And actually, the Asgard's Wrath 2 is even worse for it. They want to give you so many options that you could sit there and think, I don't know what the fuck to do. Like, because sometimes when you've got so much put in front of you, when a simple bit of dialogue comes up and says, I'll make sure you go and see Mia at the market to get the horn. You're thinking, what the fuck are you talking about? Who's Mia? <laughs> Where's the horn? Like, what, what, do I make the horn? Do I create it? Do I go and buy it? I don't know. Like, I, literally, I remember thinking, right, I need to try and review this game in some capacity. I need to at least try and achieve 50% of this. And I know what I can't do. I cannot go and do every single side quest possible. So what I did do was focus on the main story. But, and this is how the game should be laid out. And I think, I think because it wants to give you the opportunity to do it in any, kind of in any way you want, what I tended to do was, right, always do the main story. But if there's any opportunities that arise while the story's happening, I'll take them. And that was how I managed to filter my brain into understanding what I needed to do. Because I actually felt what you said. I felt that bit of like, Christ, like, there's so much to do. I don't know what to do. And I'm forgetting where I where I even was and where I'm meant to go next. So, so I'll agree that I also experienced something like that. There's this moment when you open up the menus, you see all these different things. You know, there's a skill tree here, there's lore here, there's my inventory here, and it's all a little overwhelming. It's I quite new a for a VR game as well, isn't it? Especially for VR. Yeah. Because I'm not used to interacting with menus like that in VR because like they've set it up to where like it's basically full screen, but like my eyes can only focus on one thing at a time. I feel like it would almost be better if they like zoomed it out or like gave me the option to zoom in or out of the menu because if I could pull it farther away i could like see the whole thing a little better and probably navigate the menu a little better but the feeling that i that you guys are talking about right now is the feeling that i get anytime i play a truly deep video game like mm. when i play diablo for the first time and i open up a fucking skill tree i'm like whoa okay <laughs> hold on you know and the first time i go into the the main town i'm like okay there's a healer there's a this there's a that like what does that even mean what is this imbuing what the fuck is imbuing you know like there's all of these mechanics that i'm not familiar with and as you play the game it all takes shape and it all comes into focus so i personally found that feeling to be kind of novel i was like whoa look at me not knowing everything in the first couple of hours. Like I'm going to have to familiarize myself with these menus. I'm going to have to familiarize myself with these systems that are in the game. And once, you know, I'm, I'm sure that they'll, they'll, I didn't, I didn't feel the need to like understand everything all at once. I was like, I'm sure I'll figure out what that, that means. That's what later. makes it tough is because you're quite used to understanding everything all at once. You're quite yep. used to things being so simple. And for the, 
one of the first time. I actually would say, apart from the original Asgard, Asgard's Wrath 2 was one of the first games where I felt like I was really playing a game bigger than any other game I played. That feeling of like, yeah. oh, dude, there's so much here. And I think actually you really touched on a good point there, Alex, like with the menus and stuff, because there is so much to like thrown in, thrown in front of you, plus a storyline that you've got to try and kind of keep up with the characters. There's a lot of characters, a lot of dark. Like this game is probably one of the first games that could have been a flat screen game. Yeah. And could have actually been a really good game and come to VR. Like there is so much going on and it's lucky. The game has really good combat, great presentation, great music, great sound, because if you didn't have those things, there wouldn't be the pull to keep you going again. You'd be 100%. like, you know, and even bugs. Like I had an early build and I was reporting not too many bugs, but some bugs. And some of them were fucking like, one of them was like a particular bit of a game breaker for me. Like it would have stopped players. But luckily I think they put so, like this is great. I think they put so much emphasis on play testing and bug testing, like huge teams on it probably, that apart from one, they were all documented. Like, I've never experienced that either. Like, I can take mm-hmm. countless times I've gone up to developers and goes, this happens, that. And they're like, really? Can you send us a video? Can you replicate that? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but they knew. You know, genuinely, they knew. And they knew that these uh, were going to be fixed in the day one patch. So, yeah, I mean, I'm still surprised. And I was really, really awaiting a timeline full of people telling me they were having bugs and problems. But that's just not happening. I haven't seen yeah, any broken It's it's really quality. And another yeah. thing I want to touch on before I do give it a little bit of criticism is the roguelike mode, which when I was reading reviews, they were like, and they slapped in a roguelike mode just for fun. Or oh, they added this like just as like a big, like uh, just basically showing off kind of thing. But I think it's integral. I think that that roguelike mode creates a loop in that game. Like when I go to the in-between, I'm like excited to do either. Because if I go mm-hmm. into the roguelike mode, I could set a new high score that beats all my friends and like get some cool stuff to send back to my other character. Or do I want to go into the adventure and continue my story more and unlock that thing I was just working on? So like every time I'm in the in-between, I like get this pull to kind of go in both places. And t- I think that creates a loop that wouldn't have existed otherwise. So the roguelike mode, in my opinion, is like is is a huge part yeah. of this game. To be honest, yeah, I couldn't really part. touch on it. I just couldn't afford the energy. To make that video so good, yeah. So Before big. we get too far away from it, I want to touch on the menu thing too. So I went in there, and um, my I think my my reaction was kind of opposite, right? I went into the menu the first time, and I was like, "Whoa, this is like a this is like a an, like a game I would play from a AAA company on on a on a flat console." I, was, I got really excited, and then when I opened the skill tree, my first thought was, "Yes, yeah." <laughs> I imagine I, I love. I mm-hmm. love skill trees, and I'll tell you why. A couple reasons. It's because, first of all, if there's a big skill tree, you know that there's some depth to the game. And then when you learn a skill, it takes a while of learning that skill before you do the new thing. So they kind of beat that skill into your brain before you can afford to buy another thing in your skill tree and then move on, um, and then you get new moves. So I was really excited. I love skill trees, man. Um, I'm a big fan. Uh, so I thought, like, I, I really, for the, you know, for one of the first times felt like wow this is a this is a legit game on the quest 2 like i mean quest 3 and quest 2 like mm-hmm. a native mobile game that felt like a massive huge game and it is it is and a like, quest 3 patch today, today. Yeah. yeah right for oh, 90 hertz let's go 
but i get i get what brad's saying like because i get those moments in games too where i think they're like they're too daunting almost like like they're intimidating like i get into there and i'm like oh my god what do i need to do now like where do i need to go and and vr can exasperate exacerbate those things because you're in a vr headset and it's like you know it's more friction and it's a you know it's harder to stay in for longer periods of time and you know how do i dedicate you know 60 70 80 100 hours to this thing where i have to learn these things and the only thing I'll say where Asgard's Wrath 2 did it extremely well is it makes all of those things of doing it enjoyable. Kind of like Resident Evil 4 does. Like Resident Evil 4 has a ton of like searching and, and getting crates and you're constantly looking for ammo to keep yourself going. And that can be extremely tedious, but they do it well enough to where you want to keep going back for more. And you want to go get, find that next crate to get your next little couple of rounds of ammo because you need it to move forward. And it's the same thing with Asgard's Wrath too. It Everything is there can be daunting, but I think so far what I've played and what people have been saying, there's enough compelling here to pull you along that make you want to explore those things and pull you through that maybe even Asgard's Wrath 1 didn't do as well. Like, I think they learned a bit of a lesson here from Asgard's Wrath 1 because there was, I would say the majority of people never finished Asgard's Wrath 1. I agree. Because of the daunting and it, it felt, it got repetitive and it felt like, it was too much and you're like i just got too many other things to do and i can't get back in here and i haven't heard that so far i'm not probably far as far in as all you guys are but i haven't heard anybody say yet so far that you know i'm they getting know, bored in this or anything like that you're absolutely, i've seen a couple but you're absolutely right though Eric. they knew they had to streamline it even to the point <laughs> that you've got less followers less you know what i mean they, they tried to lessen i think it's pretty incredible that a developer had i mean when you play this game and the amount of puzzles you come across i'm just like i don't i don't know how to explain how many times a team could sit there and go right let's one of my criticisms of the game was there was fucking puzzle after puzzle after puzzle before you got to something that made you go yeah i did good because <laughs> you'd be like i'll do this puzzle i'll do this puzzle and you're physically doing these puzzles you're not just pressing buttons you're not looking at a still so you go for another door then you go for another door then you go for another door and then the third door is you're like, oh, we're in a new area, that's cool. And then you gotta be a god and then do another puzzle. And I'm like, fuck you, man. Like, please. <laughs> more please give me a reward. Make me feel good. Like, but the but in the end, I think it kind of balanced itself out. Or maybe I learned to appreciate it. I'm not sure. And I think it was purely from a VR point of view that I'd simply not come across any of this before. You know, even looking back now, it's not something I actually said in my review, but looking back when I play it, it was something I'd never experienced before, maybe. I mean, playing through the like the story mode for me is really well balanced in terms of like the um like the different mechanics that are in the game. I feel like as soon as I'm starting to get a little tired of combat, I have a nice section of puzzles, you know, and as soon as like the dungeon starts to feel a little long, boom, I'm out of there and I'm on my mount running across the the landscape you know so i feel like every time i'm about to have that like okay like can we please move on to the next thing i am it's like okay and that was enough for you so i feel like they have found a really good balance of making sure that you don't kind of feel like you're feeling like things are repetitive and you want to get it switched up did you have you already scaled the fu the, the fucking giant what uh, no. uh colossus thing for me i'm gonna say no <laughs> on the back of the on the back of the Don't beast no 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 no. oh boys boys you you that la, 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 la. i don't want to know i, know, I don't right? want to hear it that that <laughs> is an ing you, if there's if there's anyone out there who doesn't 
like feel like they're going to like get the most out of this game, I would definitely urge you to push through the first eight to 10 hours of the story to at least complete a Braxis story. Complete one of the four. That's 25% roughly of the story, right? Push through that and you'll suddenly appreciate the game more, be more amazed by it, and then the second part becomes refreshing. It's a great sign. Honestly. Yeah. Like that it was it was amazing. Right. And yeah, that Harry Baker's my friend from Upload. And I have no idea why he gave us Godra for six out of ten. I'm like, oh my god, six out of ten. Oh, it's the fact yeah, that I, 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 I can understand someone's opinion, no, but this Harry, is again, dude. what's what everyone's going to say? They're going to say uploads game in a year was what the bat. What the bat? I, I will. Yeah. I will say though, I, I am super proud of them this year. Their game of the year this year, Vertigo, Vertigo two. two. Oh, fair enough. I'm so proud of upload their list. For games, for the, the the thing, the awards they gave for for game of the year, which I I didn't actually notice till after my show last night, because uh, I would have talked about it. I thought they actually did quite a better job this year than they did last year. So, I didn't no spoil it. Everyone said I spoil. I didn't do any spoilers. You <laughs> cannot say anything. Don't did I do any? Did I do word. any spoilers? Dude, we're well, we're, 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 let, we're only a week in. You can't thing. say anything yet. Oh, come yeah, on, boys. I'm, I'm out. I've only got like two hours. I've oh, literally been stuck in RE4 and and Arizona. I finished Arizona Sunshine too. Which, don't even get yeah, me started have, on the spoiler conversation, dude. Like Alex, have you played Arizona Sunshine Two yet? No. Oh my god! There's Actually, you know what? Todd, There's zombies in it. Todd, yeah? Todd said last night to me, he's because he's got about 20, 15, 20 hours into um, into Asgard's Wrath, and he played all the way through Arizona Sunshine Two, and he loves absolutely loves both games. And he says, "I think I like Arizona Sunshine Two better than Asgard's now, Wrath." Yeah, it so, depends what uh, you want. Like you yeah. said, the story. He, lo- he loves the story. He said the story of, of Arizona Sunshine 2 really pulled him through, and it was actually really good um, with the dog and everything. He absolutely loved it. I care. I care. I cared about the story in Arizona Sunshine 2 uh, versus the first one. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Yeah. Dude, being able to put a grenade into a zombie's mouth and have it waddle around and just blow its head <laughs> off is like one of the most satisfying <laughs> things I've ever done. In I just VR. think it's incredible though, because this is this is still like the baseline of things we're doing so soon you'll probably be able to pull a zombie's trousers down and stick it up their butt who knows <laughs> if i was developing we, a game i'd be like it's coming it's coming come on <laughs> stick it under their armpits do you know what i mean make them do like fart noises and then boom <laughs> uh, you, you know what shocked me yesterday i had another like it's been banger after banger after banger after banger for the past couple months Yesterday, man, I went into uh, Walkabout Mini Golf, and I got into the Meow Wolf course. Oh, I haven't done that yet, dude. I need to play that. Every single hole, my jaw was on the floor. I was freaking out every single time. I was like, "They can't top that. You cannot top that." (laughs) And then they did every single time. And like, I was playing that, and I was thinking about going through some of the Meow Wolf stuff I went through with Alex and in Las Vegas, and I was like, "Wow." this this is incredible this is truly an amazing vr experience things that can only be done in virtual reality was where it was in this in this uh meow wolf update this course for for um for walkabout so if you have not gotten in there and you haven't been in there for a while you need to get back in there and try this meow wolf course it is phenomenal that's awesome absolutely incredible a lot of it is a love letter to the Denver location of Meow Wolf too. So 
there's like yeah. crossover. So like now that you've played that, you need to go to the Denver Meow Wolf location. And I know, I don't know what it is, but I know you'll see stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's incredible. I mean, I absolutely will now because that, that took me like so hard that like, I, w- I don't think I'll ever forget playing that for the first time. It was one nice. of those experiences that you just won't ever forget. But now I have friends in Denver. I have many friends in Denver. So I'll, I will go there and uh, and check that out because, man, it just went Let's go next week. I've, I've got moon rocks in Denver. Shout out, Roots. <laughs> Who does? Yes. Shout out, Roots. Um, hey, so listen, I wanted to say something about Asgard's because I this has been driving me insane. And I would love to know if you guys have the problem or if it's a skill issue. Uh, first of all, Adam Bombati made a tweet earlier that I really, that really resonated with me. And she's like, does anybody else, uh, need a support group for like not allowing any pot or bowl to get smashed in this game? I hate that crap. I cannot (laughs) let it go. Like I (laughs) uncover and smash every single thing possible. I do. I I, I can't it. I I, again, it. again, I had to stop myself to get through the review because when I started, I was throwing everything at everything, yep. and I realized that actually I was wasting a lot of my time. Yep, it's yeah. it is I a lot of part time. of it. I can't not do it. I can't not. Do I it. I have to do it. But here's the problem: it would be less of an issue for me if when I went to loot this shit, I didn't accidentally grab my weapons. I yeah. cannot tell you how often I go to loot something and shink, 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 and I'm just like. <laughs> trying to pick this shit up and I have to like position myself properly. And I am accidentally grabbing weapons 50% of the time, maybe 45%. Can you, ad- can you adjust your belt in it? Like, um, like some of the other games, like, um, so. RE4 or Arizona Sunshine too. I would but check and you might be able to in the menu. I bet you, that, I bet you there's crazy. gotta be a way. Um, they usually have those options to move the belt backwards. Cause that's what it is too. It's what happens is your belt, uh, is protruding too far away from your actual body. And so you think you're reaching away and you're actually right up against where you're, 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 weapons will be so just check yeah, the but menu, if i'm trying to there. grab uh, a piece of loot while i'm mounted which is possible i'm grabbing reins i'm grabbing weapons brad is there a limit to how much you can carry in the game oh, yeah. no no i don't think there is is there well you can only i mean 999 of most of the items <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay it, it shouldn't when you break a pot it should just auto pick up everything like i don't know why you gotta reach down and grab it like it's it's just uh it's vr we have to touch everything brad we have to flush uh, toilets I, we have to like throw Rezo, no, I, you, you think i don't know i can loot stuff by throwing the axe at it uh, i definitely know i can do that <laughs> but it's not he's always calling accurate. you a noob there dude know, he's, yeah, he's, calling like you a noob. he's saying get good alex how dare no, you no 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 no, 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 no. Chad, that out. it's not that it's not that it's oh, that shit. a it's it just doesn't Auto, and then if I like throw my axe at stuff, sometimes it takes me like four or five or six throws to th- accurately get the item that I'm trying to get. And I'll do that from the back of my mount also. Um, but anyway, looting things is just a little frustrating. I feel like 40 to 50% of the time, it's not just like... Dungeons of Eternity does it pretty well, doesn't it? Like you just get near stuff and it just, I think it just flips up. A lot of the, co- well, the coins and shit anyway. Um, mm-hmm. I think other stuff you have to pick up. But... What would be then, and we're going to start from left to right on my screen. I don't know who's left to right on your screen, but that would be Skeever followed by Alex um, and then Bradley and then Mash. What is so far your game or experience of 2023? Oh, that's not even, that's not even possible. You got to do one. I, I will. And it doesn't mean just by saying one is the favorite doesn't mean the others are shit. You just got to do one to get on with the program. 
Um, what I'll do, boys, is uh, I'll edit out this uh, this can, bit of the muted bit. You know. Can I can I name two? No. Because everyone does that. Everyone fucking um, does that. Consider like, that your possible. official warning. If you're your official warning, Steve. Dude, if you're on Twitter and you're like, tell me your top three games, people have like three and yeah. then add four more. Just a uh, quick shout out. Okay. So then, so then Pick I. Pick one. Yeah, one. Okay. You're on a desert Pick island. One. Yeah. And okay. it's called so Skiva I... Island, and you can only have one game. <laughs> That's Forever. it. Forever. Yeah. Oh, I hate this. Okay. So I looked at my Steam uh, urine review the other day. And I play a lot of games. I try a lot of games. A lot of games. So you should. That's why you're on this show. 53%. of my time was spent in Ghost of Tabor. There you go. I love every single minute I've spent in that game. How cool is that? That That is now your official game of the year. Yes. By far. That's pretty awesome. Yep. Thank God I'm going last. Okay. No, I'm <laughs> racking my brain right now. This is hard. This is hard. I, I'm not. I, 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 I'm racking my brain because there's so many. Like, yeah, there is. What? And, and I've been, I've been yeah. like taught. Like this year has been for me like changing. Like every time I play a game, I'm like that's my game of the year. And then I go play another yeah. game. And I'm like, oh fuck, that's my game of the year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm back and forth a hundred times. This one's difficult for me when I when I'm going to do mine after Alex. I think because it's okay. not necessarily the game that probably played the most but it's the game that shocked me the most like impressed me the most that would be my game of the year go on alex let's go um i'm going to base it based off of my excitement uh to get back into it uh this year's been a slow one for me even though there's been a lot of awesome vr games that have come out i've just like my life's been busy and i just like haven't had the energy to get into vr as much as i wanted to that being said um (laughs) I think it's going to be Asgard's Wrath. I know, I know I'm not done with it, but it it has given me that feeling that I don't always get when I try a VR game. I'm like, okay, this is sick. Yes, this is dope. Like, this looks good. It feels good. It it has me itching to get the headset back on. Um, and Demio Battles was that for me for a second hmm. there. Um, but once I hit the level cap and, like, my progression ended, I no longer was feeling the incentive to continue to jump back in every day don't get me wrong i'm still going to play demio battles but as far as like a daily game goes it has slowed down for me um asgar's wrath is gorgeous it has me wanting to play my head it's it's draining my my quest 3 battery like crazy so i'm just going to say asgar's well, wrath i'm, I'm floored alex that you picked something that was a multiplayer i, I thought that was absolutely 100 mm. so that's that's really good it says a lot about that game yeah i mean i thought about breachers for a second you know because that is a fantastic game it's yeah. so much fun and it's getting you know? better and it's only gonna get better so yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. i'm really i really love breachers but um asgard's rad 2 just has me wanting to play more and more so i'm gonna would, give it to that would you say there's certain points and i said this in my review as well and uh do you get like zelda vibes a little bit sometimes when you're in certain areas or moments at all sure yeah bear in, bear, in, bear in mind we've not played zelda in first person like, mm. but there's certain parts that remind me of like the water temple in Ocarina. Um, there's just oh god, certain puzzles. Yeah, yeah, just ruined me, dude. Yeah, I have, like PTSD from the water temple. <laughs> Mate, keep going in, <laughs> keep going in Asgard's. Um, but yeah, for me personally, um, 
he's uh yeah i'm gonna say his guys are off too as well crazily wow. and there's some definitely like point one close second which i'm not going to mention because we're not allowed because of the game because of the game we're playing no. um i think as guys are off too like really surprised me in many ways you know to the point i was like wow like yeah this is this is what happens when a lot of money is thrown at a game in vr um because that's what it is you know and obviously a talented team so yeah yeah, I would say as Gosworth 2 is probably my, my game of the year this year. What about you, Brad? Job Simon? No. Uh, probably Call of the Mountain, to be honest. That's Ooh. excellent. That crossed that my game. mind. I mean, that um, is an amazing game, to be fair. That game like uh, got me sick a lot, but it was probably the only game that got me sick that I wanted to finish because it really felt like I was on a journey and actually getting somewhere. Um never felt overwhelmed i thought a lot of the interactions they did were really good like it just it just felt yeah i, I, I don't obviously play games that much but that just felt like a completely polished game that i appreciated from start to finish yeah that, so. that game had so many, that that game for me was more had more wow moments than like the climb and stuff like and and some moments where i felt like i was getting whales from like it had been half-life alex like I remember yes. just being on a, like a mountain thing climbing, and then I realized I could touch the moss and the grass, and it fucking moved under my fingertips. And I was yeah. like, "That's crazy!" And then when you look at the moss and grass, you see little butterflies and shit, and you're like, mm. "Fuck!" Like this is fantastic. And I think you're right as well. Where it's a game that, um, unfortunately, when it launched, like the smooth turning was a little bit jittery. I think, and there were certain things some people didn't agree with. But if you could get past that, if you were lucky enough to get past that. It wasn't exactly a game where that blew your mind in what you needed to do. It was a very straightforward story, and it mm -hmm. looked insanely gorgeous. I might even fire that up again. I think just to remind myself how good it is. Um, Super good. Good pick. Good pick. Mesh. So this is really tough for me. So uh, I have coming up, you know, in, in January. I think that I think New Year's Day virtual strangers game of the year and i have to be very careful because you know that's our voting and that's when we vote for game of the year so i'll say right now i have five games that i am debating back and forth with for game of the year and i'll pick one of those games and say that this is one that's on my mind right now what for game of the year. and it is definitely what the best power wash simulator actually um <laughs> i would say uh so yeah there's five potentials that i have and this one has been on my mind a lot lately um because i've man i, I want to say re4 but i it's so recency i don't want to give recency bias i can't believe you got to say oh. the name of it i'm gonna say it as well then yeah re4 oh, was second time. damn it yeah. because I, I, that's for me too that's no! what i want to say but i, I, no. I, I, I want to be careful because i am very prone to recency <laughs> bias like i get into a game and i absolutely love it and i love it so much that i'm like yep that's the game for me but i have to like think about other experiences that i had this year and one that absolutely blew me away that I still continue to go back to. And every time I jump into it, it absolutely wows me again. And that's Gran Turismo 7. Like, I, I love this game, dude. And the new winter tracks I checked out the other day are phenomenal. If you guys haven't done these, you need to go and do it. And, like, if, you've, if you haven't done this game yet where you, like, got, like, a go-kart and, like, felt what it's like to be, like, low to the road in an open top go-kart like a you know what i mean and like flying down the open road 
and being in doing that in virtual reality and doing it with a, with a wheel and pedal, which even brings it to the next level, it completely blows my mind how that game is able to be played in a VR headset. And uh, man, it's it's so good. I I think I have to go like right now today. I'm going to vote for that, but who knows tomorrow what it'll be. But right now I'm at GT Seven. Dude, GT Seven is sick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I, that's what I'm saying. It kind of then goes back to what an amazing year we've had. Like we're st- like, there's not exactly even a clear win. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, there's no yeah, wrong yeah. answer. Like everything that we just said, I would absolutely vote for. Like I, I call the mountain. I mean, was amazing for me. Like I, I people said it was a climbing sim. Or I, I didn't see that. I saw an amazing adventure that blew me away. I mean, especially right, right from the get go at, at at CES last year. Um, you know, and and like. Every answer that you guys had, RE4, um, Alex, what did you say? You said, um, I said, Asgard's Wrath 2. I mean, how do you say Bore, no to that? Baby, I mean, Tabor. Yeah, Ghost of Tabor. <laughs> I mean, Ghost of Tabor, probably one of the biggest shockers of the year, a game that's on App Lab that we're all, you know, all, we're all thinking it could be possibly a game of the year. So uh, there's no wrong answer here. Like, there's so many good games, but there has been a lot. I mean, even all those good games, think about how much like dissension there has been, like people saying how, how poor of a year it's been. Like we mentioned, a lot of these games that we're mentioning now are PlayStation VR two games. Yeah. And playing Synapse saying, like, for the first time was yeah, Synapse. an experience, bro. Dude, yep. I mean that could easily be. That's one of the five games I'm thinking about. You know what I mean? That like, easily could be in that in that that game of the year. You know, Vertigo two. You know what I mean? Was it a great experience? I haven't finished it yet. Like I'm probably like halfway through. Uh, I've been waiting to like experience it on PlayStation VR two. So that's why I've been holding out. But there's another one. But you know, we're in, in a year that we're. I think we're sometimes overly critical um especially of like playstation vr2 because we say you know it's just hasn't had a good year but it came out so big so early and then you know there was such a drought in the middle and then you know what it's finished up with here in the last couple months it's been crazy good like it's yeah stride fates is up there for me too i never thought never thought that would have been a thing yeah like it completely floored me that that's even in my list but it is one of my favorites dude that was actually a really tough conversation <laughs> yeah <laughs> thanks was, a lot that was really um that was that, hard yeah. that was hard that was really quite tense so what's Picking been uh, one and, man it is so hard man it is so hard um and i'm loving reading it, it, it have you guys in the chat drop your game of the years if you can do it now please that'd be awesome just put gt g-o-t-y and then the name of the game because i'd love to see there's 164 of you here. It'd be great to see mm-hmm. uh, what what is the game that you think demands such a massive title. I mean, there's, as I said, there's been some great games. Um, and I know like Red Matter 2, I think was lot. I think it released last year. I'm not too sure. Um, but seeing that yeah, game all over again. November. Seeing that game all over again in PSVR 2 and on Quest 3 was fucking phenomenal. Like, again, jaw dropping. You're like, wow. So here we go. Oh, Alakazam did a donation earlier. I do apologize, mate. Um, and I've lost it in the chat. Uh, and the chat has moved so much. Wow. Sorry, dude. Uh, thank you to Alakazam for the donation earlier. I missed the message. I do apologize. But let's go through some of these. We have got Brandon VR. He's put Breaches. Alakazam uh, has put um, Eskazarov 2. Arthur's put Assassin's Creed Nexus. Old Dars put Resident Evil 4 Remake. Paradise Decay has put Power Wash. Uh, Rudolph Zin- 
Riddle Zervendi Vendo Vedno, I do apologize, has put seventh guess, another fucking awesome game. Mm -hmm. Seventh guess. Oh my god, I love that game so much. Super so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah, and, and so like different, you know, and, and presented differently as well. Uh Silver Nexus Synapse again. Uh, amazing. Uh what is it, Brad? Is it waifu? Waifu, yeah. Waifu, waifu enjoyer uh, says lies of P. Um, I, I actually uh, I saw that in VR by the way um, with UEVR. Lies of P. I don't even know what that is. It's like a Souls like game uh, on PC. It's not in VR yet, but it is. It is oh, going to be Unreal Engine. Oh, oh, oh. So um, yeah, I saw that in VR, man. I saw some people play it. It's pretty crazy. Sampler nineteen, Call of the Mountain, Rezel, uh VR coming up with Assassin's Creed Nexus. Um. Someone asking Bradley to make something about VR chat. Uh, Mark Pringles Pringlesleaf says Red Matter Two, beautiful. Uh, QIVR says uh, Asgard's Wrath Two, interested. Shades of Grey Matter says, please remember to hit the like button, everyone. Thank you very much. Snow Toad is breaches. Awesome, hey dear man. Thank you for joining. I'm sure you've probably been here earlier. I do apologise. Um, then we got Unruly Cat says Grand Turismo Seven. Uh, Ewa Woo War. So says Gars Wrath 2, Gustuvo as Gars Wrath 2, Bad Robo, Resident Evil 4. Uh, Nathan says Resident Evil Village. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah, Stephen Whitehead says Virgo 2. Um, Dan Keaton says Arizona 2. Nice. Um, Traveling Man says Gars Wrath 2. Ryan Bano says Horizon. DJ Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> says Asgard's Wrath 2. Wow. Uh, Chaos says Pac-Man. I don't get to say that. I don't get to say it. So I thought I'd say Halle Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. I just remember like from Shrek with the song Hallelujah, whatever it is. Um, no, I never hear people say Hallelujah. Yeah, that, that's what Hallelujah is from. It's from Shrek. No, it's not. It's what it originally I know it's from. a religious thing. But... <laughs> that's where it's originally from. I just it's from to... Shrek. I just uh, remember yeah. it from Shrek, isn't it? Like the, the song in the film. Um, where are we? Uh, Chaos says Pac-Man. Nice. Uh, press the keyhole. I think that's his name. Or press keyhole. Says Resident Evil Four. Mike GC says Asgard's. Uh, Brandon says Breaches. Um, e Pilot says Asgard's Wrath Two. Oh no, he's put AG Two. I'm sure he thinks. I'm sure. Is there an AG game? Asgard's Wrath. Is oh it? no. Asgard's Graph. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. D Ross says Kill It with Fire. Um, is he oh, troll? Is he trolling? He's got to be. It's, gotta uh, be. It's quite a fun game. Someone else mentioned earlier about like, and this really resonated with me personally as a kid, is that Tron was the first film they watched that made them feel like they wanted to be inside video games. Such a good movie. And, yes. Yeah. And the light cycle scene in that film. Because um, mm -hmm. I think, I think um, Tron is a mixture of like CGI and art together. I think it's, two two technology like two things put together it's not just cgi because of it, how old it was um but when i like for the probably the next decade of watching that film i drew luke's uh light cycles i was always drawing light cycles like fucking film blew me away dude <laughs> so amazing ruined me like mm. that game absolutely just made me want to be in vr like uh, the film want yeah, to be yeah. in computers you know what i mean that and like lawnmower man yeah, Lawnmower Man was another mm -hmm. one. Yeah, like mm -hmm. what would you say? I mean, Brad, is there like a a film that made you that makes you think of that sort of thing? 
like a technology kind of thing. I've never really heard you talk about Lawnmower Man, for example, or anything like that. Is there anything like that? I watched it. Um, hmm. I think Sword Art Online is probably the one that for me was like made me think about that stuff more. The oh. anime, dude. You know what it was for me? Fucking Legends of the Hidden Temple. That shit had me wishing I was in a video game when I was a kid. Oh. And they weren't even in a game. They were like in front of green screens and shit, you know, but like the way they presented that show made it look like they were grabbing power ups with their real life body. And I was like, that needs to be me one day. Are, are you talking about Nick Arcade? Mm, no. Because Legends of the Hidden Temple was like a real set. I think. But wasn't there like a, like a, like the, the last level was like a video game. I think when that's they're like Nick navigating. Arcade. I think it's a different game show. I swear. Somebody in chat help us here because I could have swore it was Legends of the Hidden Temple. And like, I think there was it's got serious challenges. I don't know what either one of you guys are talking about. <laughs> They're both really good shows. Let me yeah. just tell you. No, yeah. Um, yeah, and I know we're a little oh. more delayed than we typically are today. But Substatica yeah, mentions the last Starfighter. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, what a great Yeah, one. man. That's oh, a great the, one. You're gonna battle the Zor Armada. Yes. Oh God. Do you remember that, Brad? Do you remember the last Starfire? That might be before your time. The last Starfire. So good. Don't know it. That was the that was the game where this guy who got like the highest high score in this arcade game, then actually finds out that the arcade game is a way of basically finding talented Starfires, I believe. And uh, okay, so aliens come down and pick them up to help them battle for them. It was. I mean that that would that was quite similar to Tron, I think, in like an art style or technology style. Um. But yeah, that was there like was a, a... It's every kid's dream kind of thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was another show I watched that's not that popular, but it was called Code Lyokyo. It's like a, another kind of anime where they upload their brains into computers and have to fight evil to save the world. A lot, a lot of stuff nice. like that. Do you know another one I thought about as a cartoon was uh, the do you remember when Nintendo did cartoons like Captain N? Oh, yeah. And right yes, at the beginning dude. of that, he gets sucked into the TV, into a video game. I remember, I remember thinking, like back then, obviously, like the graphics were 8-bit, but they looked great at the time. And I remember thinking that'd be so cool, dude, like to meet Mega Nick Man. Arcade is definitely it. Oh, Brad was right. He was right. Yep. Nick Arcade <laughs> is the name of that shit. It looks like a video game, but people's bodies were navigating I it thought he was and... going to tell you to get wrecked. Could you say that? <laughs> get Again, wrecked, nerd. Brad? Get wrecked, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> He's such I a you. He's such a you. Prove. Get I wrecked, still feel bro. like I've been defeated. Get I wasn't wrecked, bro. Dude, I love that we started today with with Brad looking at my hat, going, "Get wrecked, bro." Get yeah, no, He said, "Get <laughs> wrecked, idiot." idiot. Yeah, get, that's what get he wrecked, said. idiot. I honestly, and, yeah. it was to be fair, you did get wrecked. He has a hat from 1994. Seriously, yeah. it's just not from Disney World. So, yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah, that's true. Embracing my own people. I'm bringing them over in Disney World hat. Oh man, that was amazing. Oh, what uh, Waifu says about reboot? Yeah, I remember reboot. Yeah, there's some crazy yeah. stuff going on, man, in the chat. That's so awesome. Mm. Oh yeah, Rocksteady. It is a UK thing. Uh, there was a UK show um, called Nightmare, and I don't know if you guys ever saw it, but basically, one adventurer, and this was like my first thing of like where I wanted to go into like dungeons in games the guy wears a big horned helmet like the kid from Ico if you ever played Ico um, mm. and he goes into a maze but three of his friends 
play the game. He can't see anything. He's blind. He's got a satchel for items. And they literally steer him around this maze full of, like, stuff that's going to fucking kill their friend. Um, and it was all uh, computer generated. Like, that was amazing. That was amazing. And great music. That was great. I might actually watch an episode of that tonight on YouTube. It's fantastic. Did yeah. you guys ever have the Games Master TV show or anything like that in America? Did you ever have video game game shows, for yes. example? Oh, okay. Yeah, we did several. I, um, several? I, yeah, in the 80s, there was a lot of them because you know, arcades were huge. You know, and all of a sudden, you know, we were bringing people on, you know, kids in, in to like battle it out on, on different arcade games. Um, mm. So there was quite a few. There was even awesome. something that was like these televised competitions of kids playing like three games back to back to back. It was like grab 50 rings as Sonic, like beat the first level in some other like, sh like airplane game. It was like, like a competition where like they had to play three games in a row and like run from one machine to the next, to the next. Obviously I can't remember the name of these shows <laughs> from when I was a kid, but there was another one that did that with console games. Dude, I'd love some of that. Can we give a quick shout out to peanut peanut? What's up, Peanut? Hey, oh, Blue Eyes. Hey, Peanut. Who's your, who's your good Peanut? Who's your good Peanut? Yeah, well, let's. That, that reminds me. Let's just uh, let's <laughs> give a shout out to to the best VR dog like that's Ooh. ever been made, which is Buddy in Arizona Sunshine too. Like, yeah. Wow, man, did they pull off a powerful character? And the dog looks awesome, and it reacts like a dog, and you pet it, and he's like just so cool the, the the way the dog helps you throughout the game man shout out to buddy shout out to buddy and, and shout to, and to peanut and to peanut absolutely. <laughs> peanut first peanut, yeah. peanut first. infinitely peanut i mean play vertigo too yep hey want to talk about vr if dogs. there's devs who watch this show and they like ever want to put a dog into their game Put peanut, and I'll probably shill your game to the end of the earth. Just saying. <laughs> That's all you need. That's all you need. You heard it here, developers. You need peanut. I don't care how crappy your game is. Put the nut in it, and I'll 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 make people nut for your game. <laughs> you know who else likes to get the nut in it? <laughs> uh, who doesn't? Do you know, yeah, what? I, I, here's another good film brought up by Proud Dog: Flight the Navigator. Oh yes, what a freaking movie! Oh, man. I fucking watched the oh, shit out of it when I was a kid. Yep. Me too. Oh, dude, it's so good. It's so good. Remember the wizard? What the wizard? The wizard. Let me look it up. Yeah, that's where they debuted that? Super Mario Three. What? Yeah, the, the public first showed look. it was in that movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I tell you. Uh, oh, yes, I do remember the wizard. He got the power glove. Um, yeah. it's so bad. The, the, it's, it's so bad. <laughs> there was another one I just thought of. Oh, hackers. Do you remember hackers? Yes. That had wipeout in it, didn't it? Hackers. Yeah, a, a very um pre-rendered version of, of Wipeout. It looked nothing like it on PlayStation. But yeah, would Peanut survive a zombie apocalypse, Brad? No, of absolutely oh, not. No, come no. on, he's got to. Oh, I mean, yes, yeah. Uh, plot twist, yes. Can we not get him ready now? Start feeding him people now. Getting him ready for the, for the taste, dude. He is so picky with food, man. Oh my god. I don't think human me will do it. I say that to my kids though. They're like, I don't want this. And I'm like, one day you might have to eat people. I'm like, just fucking get on with it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I do actually say that as well. Um, Arizona sent me a gift box. Uh, of Dude, sent... that thing looks so, so sick. Jealous. That so makes me jealous. wish I was a real content creator. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Yeah. You are. You are. You are. Um, but they sent me something. And I only worked it out when, when Kamara... Uh, like she's like the head of Virgo said it to me 
when I did my little unboxing, there's like a, a brander in there, right? And I ultimately assume that, well, that's cool. When I get my people I enslave who work for me, uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll brand them. Nice. Right? Obviously. I'm like, fucking, yeah, you're going to work me. Yeah. Yeah. And she went, <laughs> we send it to you for like putting on like burgers and steaks. And I was like, oh, yeah. She just thought, why the hell did your brain go there? Like, <laughs> I'm just ready for the apocalypse. No, everyone's brain goes there. A branding goes on to a living thing. Yes. burns into the flesh i do yes. like the idea of Man, using it on a or something that's fun but mate that, that's you, but you'd rather happen. it on people yeah i got you all the yeah. channel members of uh <laughs> of, this, of this of this channel are gonna get branded it's your What's initiation should make a crew cast branding Absolutely. yeah there you go you know what bo- did you get the box for um uh vampire masquerade that one was pretty cool too. i literally got, I got that, that looks today so cool. uh, i know I do the same. I, the reason I bring it up is I just I just got it in the mail. It's like the the box itself is super cool too. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I love that game, dude. That game is yeah. So it's, got the, it's got a mask in it, like the mask. Oh, it's so sick. Good. The one from Resolution's good too, with um, with the shirt from uh, for Racket Club. Yeah, yeah, that Racket Club shirt's really nice. It's, it's, and... it's like soup. Yeah, I mean, it's like heavy duty. Yo, people in chat, do not sleep on Racket Club. I am telling you. Seriously, I know. Game is a freaking good game. Don't how... sleep on Rezzle VR. He just donated 50 memberships. No, wow. Rezzle. God damn it. I, I'm still wow. not getting any of these fucking re- Thank you, man. Me neither. I, that's it. I'm, I'm unsubscribing from this channel. <laughs> I got, I got, <laughs> don't ever get us. I'll go this today. I got this. Look at that shirt. Oh, that is that's sick. I, I put oh, out a tweet sick. yesterday. Trying to get that my hands awesome. on one of those. Yeah, I need really that Asgard's Wrath two shirt. I well, don't care. GT said he would send it to I you as it. a as a valued member of the uh, the crew cast. GT said he would send it to you, Alex. Um, <laughs> I can't. I can't. Thank you, GT. My earphones aren't working. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Rezol, ever so much, man, for all these memberships, dude. Thank you, thank you, everyone. Awesome. Thank you for being part of the show and just being here and enjoying it. Um, it's great. You know, and I do. I really want to apologise for the lack of consistency. Um, it's been pretty poor in some ways, but when you've got so many great guys on one show, it's really hard to do it without the guys. You know, and everyone's got a busy schedule. Uh, everyone's got mental health. Everyone's got things to do. So, um, thank you for bearing with us. And hopefully, when we do get together, you feel it's worth your time. Um, so, this yeah. is so much fun. Well said. Thank I you. love I this. I love this show. I yeah, love this show. I love doing this. It is. Uh, a lot of lot of fun, you know, and I mean, but right now we're on a break from Between Realities, but even when we're on Between Realities, the format of that show does not allow us to just like dump how we're feeling about what's mm-hmm. happening today. You know, like we always have a guest on and the conversation kind of revolves around who we have on and like what they're into and all of that. Um, so coming here say, and being we... able to do the crew cast has been amazing. I was going to say, we all have shows, right? Like uh, to me, this is a show I just get to go to and hang out and and talk like you I mean like when we do our shows you have to be like scripted and this has to be done here and you have to go here and you have to make sure this is done and like you have to produce or whatever and i just like that gt does all the work and i just get to come in and bullshit <laughs> amen <laughs> Thanks, GT. Doing all the work yeah he does too i mean I, I would love to have all behind scenes of like him trying to set everything up every week when people are coming in late yeah. and you it's know, those cameras bad. are all screwed up and it's it, he's, doing, it. he's doing all the work, but he's collecting all the checks too. Yeah, uh, so, I am. you're welcome, <laughs> GT. 
Thank you ever so much. <laughs> Thank you to everyone who donates. Thank you. Um, someone asked for Nacy to be a, a guest on the show. And to be honest, me and me and Nacy are pretty tight. Like we're actually really good friends. We've met a lot. Um, and it, a it, sweetheart. it would be very, yep. I think she'd be yep. very up with you on in the show. So definitely in 2024, I'm probably going to, I want to, I want to bring some more guests in. I want to bring some more other podcasts on here. Um, I, and I, I don't, I'm not trying to do this as a flex. I think because of the people we have on this show, uh, it's grown really well and it's grown a really good audience really quickly, but there is some really great podcasts out there that keep pushing on for years and they just don't get the audience they deserve. So, um, yeah, I'm thinking yeah. about doing that as well, getting some other podcast guys That'd on awesome. here. Yeah. Just to spread the word, you know, um, for other people, because a lot of you guys, um, yeah, I'd love to have Brian Paul on. I'd love, I'd love to have anyone who loves VR on, to be honest with you, we're all in the same, we're all doing the same thing. We're all on the same mission, you know, day in, day out, uh, trying to spread the love of VR to the people who don't know about it. And the people who are here, um, you're now like you know, part we're our friends. You're part of our family, and we're all just doing this shit together, man. For years, I don't know when it, I, I can't ever see it stopping in some way. But Brad reckons no. six years until it really hits mainstream. Explode! Oh, I'll be held. I might need to bring out the die then. You know, people are like, "When are you gonna? When are you gonna, <laughs> dude?" But times time is time is cruising, right? Like we all put our Santa hats on for the Christmas episode of the crew cast, and then we we're like, "Wait a second. This is not our first Christmas crew cast. We did this last year. So, like, we've been doing this show for at least a year. Brad's like, fine, though. Brad's only going to be, like, 30. Seriously. When, and that happens or something. <laughs> yeah. It'd be good. And yeah. then he's going to say to Mash, get wrecked, old man. And Mash is going to have an heart attack live on the show. Yeah. Here's what it's going to have. Like, by that time, Brad will have to wheel me up to this desk you know, in a wheelchair. And then he can get on his show. Just to tell you. Just to say, get wrecked, yeah. Brenda. Yeah. Where's the respect? Where's the respect? Oh, oh man. man. But yeah, uh yeah, Beardo Benjo. Beardo's always down. He he works really hard. Um and he has to have a break like most people. So um but he he knows yeah. he knows he's always got an invite. Um in fact he was one of the original it was. um guys to do this. Um but yeah. Yeah, maybe uh we can like have a have an extra chair that is like a rotating one at the very least, you know, like just like always have somebody else joining us in here, you know, just to like get a fresh face every time and give people an opportunity to come join the show. And then if somebody's amazing and they love it, then maybe we can just like add them and <laughs> move on, you know, and keep growing the squad or something. I don't know, but I would definitely be open to different walks of life, you know, maybe a little bit of diversity up in here. I know people have like mentioned that a few times in the past. And for the record, this show is very organic and authentic, you know, like we are just like legitimately friends who just all got together and started doing this. But um, I do think it would be great to get, you know, people with different perspectives and different experiences to come in here and weigh in on all this stuff. Yeah. Someone said girls allowed. So yeah, they want to, so basically I might have to kick you boys off. To have more women on it. <laughs> more uh, women? Fair. Yeah. Uh, fair. <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, apart from me, I'll just wear a wig or something to fit in. <laughs> I want to see that. Uh, hello. Dude, Mrs. GT will host that show. <laughs> uh, yeah, she can host the show, actually. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. I like it. But, um, I think it's a good time. to Sampler said, I didn't even touch my opened beer because this podcast is so captivating that is fantastic we are oh, stopping oh. alcoholism 
by good conversation. Uh, let's do that <laughs> next show. Let's all just start start doing shots during the next show and see what happens. I think that's the opposite of the message I just gave, but like, yeah, <laughs> that is the opposite. But actually, that would probably be fun. That would be uh, fun. Come on, watch us all just like right. descend just into madness over yeah, yeah. the two hours. Every topic we, every new topic we get into, <laughs> we do a shot of Jägermeister. Oh God! Why would, would you what, say that? What is your what is your shot of choice, no. lads? What is your shot of choice? Like for Christmas, like if you, I don't know. What well, is it? for Christmas, I'm drinking eggnog, bro. Yeah, like spiked eggnog. Like uh, what do you? Yeah, about? real eggnog. Hold on, I, I'm waiting to hear what Mash says after his boiled Dr Pepper last week, whatever it was. I know, <laughs> boiled. <laughs> it wasn't boiled. It was just <laughs> up. It's fucking uh, crazy. I, my shot of I, you know, I do like a lemon drop uh, from time to time. I go for a lemon drop. It's always good. But well, I am a, I, I do love uh, you know the uh, the Jaeger bombs are always fun. Is that with what Red Bull Jaeger bomb? Yeah, Jaeger yeah, bombs yeah, and Red yeah. Bull. You drop yeah. you drop the uh, shot of Jaeger into the, the drink of uh, Red Bull. Hammer nice. it down. What about you, Alex? Oh, I'm cringing is... thinking about it. Uh, so good. My, I get a shot. Uh, I guess I'd probably do a shot of whiskey for the holidays. You know, something brown. You know, warm the blood up a little bit. <laughs> something brown in a cup. I do. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. yeah so random. <laughs> Why did the color come into it? Uh, what about yeah. you? Brown Steven? liquor. Brown liquor is a thing, bro. <laughs> oh, I... up on brown liquor versus something clear, and you'll know the difference. I don't know, man. Like. I've been drunk on gin. I've been drunk mm. on vodka and whiskey. And I would say all of them made me a dickhead. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> a fun dickhead. Uh, I'm not a bad yeah, person. Yeah. 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 I just fuck around. No, um, you're fun when you get drunk. It's fun. Thank you. I'm very huggy. I hug people. You are. You, you yeah. definitely are. I'll, I'll kiss you. Know, you, right you know who is too is, is Todd Jackson. Oh, he gets yeah. All, he'll he gets right all touchy feeling. I was going to hurt him. I heard he's a bit touchy. He'll do more yeah. than kiss you in the mouth. He, he was in the army. He was in the army. Holy crap. I'm like, Todd, what is the matter with you, bro? There was some people who were like, did, did, did Todd touch you You're like inappropriately? I'm like, no. <laughs> he did buy me an old fashioned and I run away. But yeah, I would too. Go on, Skate. What you got? So I'm gonna say oh, I'm gonna say whiskey, probably some Crown Royal or something. But but as we all know, I'd rather rip a joint anytime. Amen to that, brother. Winners don't Amen use drugs. That. That's it's what drugs, man. <laughs> That's what it used to say at the beginning of arcade games. Uh, I stand by it. Yeah. I know you're saying. Everybody's saying hot chocolate for you. I'm I'm thinking you're going way harder. I think he likes a dish of milk. Like a cat. <laughs> Pepsi. That's what I imagine. He uh, gets it all fours. Gets it all fours. Oh, that is perfect. Oh my god. <laughs> what are you doing, Brad? I, I don't really drink alcohol, so I'm boring. Uh, well, have you ever been drunk? Do you, do you not drink it at all, or would you have you? I have like maybe I probably had like two drinks in my whole life. I can't wow. wait this year. I'm this year. I'm gonna my my goal all year is to get you to do a Jaeger bomb at some point this year. Good for oh, you, though, Brad. Honestly, man, I've uh, like for both I mean, things. Everything in moderation is okay, um, mm -hmm. but this stuff can really ruin lives. Not to bring it down on it, but I have seen both. I've seen everything. Like we've spoken about, ruin someone. So yeah, if you don't ever need to do it, don't do it. Uh, like Pedster, who drinks Ovaltine. More Ovaltine, please. <laughs> I was wondering. I didn't know if it's an American thing as well. I was. I got worried then. I was like, oh man. Yeah, we 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 got the Ovaltine. We've got, chocolate we've got milk. drops of brandy. We've got mold wine. Um, I had Dude, some... mold wine. Nobody in America knows about mold wine, bro. Well, I don't even know what that is. Never even heard yeah. of it. 
Yeah. Moldy wine? No, it's not mold. <laughs> <laughs> moldy wine. Mold. Penicillin? Penicillin uh, wine? Mold wine. It's it's spiced wine that's heated on the stove. So it's like oh, a that's hot gross. Heating up anything? Liquid is gross. You'd love that, Eric. Yeah, this is so. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah. Yeah, JD and Coke is um definitely one of my go-tos, 100%. And uh, my favorite whiskey at the moment. There's actually quite a few. There's not even any point actually listing my favorite whiskeys. There's quite a few. But yeah, um, <laughs> there we go. Thank you ever so much for watching, guys. Um, and, um, uh, you know, we all wish you a Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Uh, See you guys in 2024, I guess. Do you guys ever say happy vacation, though? Because you use the word vacation as well as holidays, don't you? Or is it different? No, you use holiday. We don't use that. You said happy holidays. Someone said happy holidays. For for the holidays, not for a vacation. What are you talking about? Well, the holidays is not a vacation. Holidays is a holiday. Vacation is like a a holiday is a special day. So a holiday, you're not off work? Well, you're no, off work, but you're not traveling. You, you, you like a holiday is when you go traveling, right? That's so, Christmas or whatever. But you, holiday you for us is. Just so like you a, ever took yeah. time off work and not gone anywhere, and mm, then what do you call that then? It's a vacation. vacation. It's a vacation, but you haven't gone anywhere. Yeah, yeah. still. Which is kind of like a holiday, vacation. isn't it? No, holiday well, is like a. The, like the a, words are used interchangeably, but in America, no one says holiday for time off or a trip. No, no. it's always vacation. Holiday is when you get to spend time with your idiot family that you don't ever see but once a year. That's a holiday. Oh, that's the <laughs> holiday is Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter, Valentine's Day. That's holiday. I understand it now. My holiday is gym time. I need to go to the gym. Oh, nice. I do need to go to the gym. My time. holiday is RE4, so I need to go play and finish it up. So absolutely. Guys- Can we all get some love in the chat for Bright's haircut? Look at this. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Beautiful little fella. Yeah. Actually, I say little fella. How tall is he? He's quite tall, isn't he? He is. Surprisingly tall. Because that chair makes him look about three foot tall, but I'm assuming he's a lot (laughs) taller than that. Or he slumps. I'm I'm not sure. I'm a a slumper for sure. Cool. Right, guys. I am uh, easily the shortest guy here. Makes me sad. That's true. What are you, like four foot something? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like four, four, nine, four, ten. Yeah. Right in there. (laughs) Why are you laughing at him? We put him on my shoulder. Why are they laughing at you, Alex? Uh, because I exaggerated my height. Yeah, you look quite bad. <laughs> oh, you're nine. you're shorter than four foot nine. We're laughing. We're laughing. He doesn't know feet. That's why he doesn't get it. He's like, That's what? Hilarious. Yeah, no, I'm five nine, and you don't know feet and inches. He's five nine, and he's stacked. He's like a Roblox character. <laughs> oh, look at that. Give it to him in meters. You know he's, who loves it when you give it I to don't. her in meters. Fuck yeah, she does. This is the reason. This is the, this is the reason we have to do the videos in sixteen by nine to fit Alex's shoulders in. Yeah, oh that's it. So yeah. Right, anyway, yeah. I just, I actually, I just want to say one thing. Merry Christmas to one of our favorite channel patrons out there, Don. Merry Christmas, my friend. Don, we appreciate you. Now you're singing a new tune, Don. Wherever you may you be, talk, you, t- you talked all kinds of shit about Don the last time we were here. Oh my! You know, a lot God. of people didn't see it because we came back after the the ending. I, dude, you were all talking shit about Don like he was some kind of bad guy. I'm going to kill you. I'm going <laughs> to find you and kill you. Take his hat. <laughs> Take my hat. Yeah, my hat. Merry Christmas uh, to Don and Merry Christmas to everyone in the chat. I hope you stay loving VR. Enjoy the holidays uh, and we'll see you in 2024. Take care, guys. Thank you. Later, everybody. Bye, 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 bye. Christmas. Bye, guys. Bye, 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 bye.